Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience. Uh, today, we're going to talk about apes. That's it. That's all we're fucking talking about today is <laughs> apes. Also, um, they're going to take over the world. Um, and have you ever seen a monkey? It would rip your fucking legs off. Don't scream too loud. Sorry. You might shake the wires. <laughs> um, fucking, uh, what, what else would it, What else does Joe Rogan say a lot on his podcast? Dude. No. Oh, I don't know. There's one thing he says all the time. What the fuck does he say all the time? Uh, I don't remember. Fuck. Whatever. His podcast sucks. Our podcast rules. So, uh, what's up, everybody? This is Drinking a Theory. And uh, today, uh, we're going to be talking about fucking Jonestown. You know? F- a fan kind of requested it, but like I, I kind of wanted to do a cult anyway. It, it was about time I did another cult. It's been a while. It's been a hot minute, you know? <laughs> I just had a drink for the fan. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're so we're checking out Jonestown. Uh, I've always kind of known about Jonestown. Uh, I I never really looked too too much into it. Uh, I knew a little bit about Jim Jones. I knew that he was like a socialist, and I knew that they killed nine hundred people with Flavor Aid, not Kool Aid. Yeah. Yeah. Because that was bad for marketing. No, no, it was no, no. I know, no. I know. I know. Did, no, because because he used Kool Aid. Yeah, but the funny thing is, is it was grape. <laughs> oh wow, are you serious? Yeah, it was grape. Flavor. Wait, for really? Yeah, for, yeah, for real. It was for grape. really? For yeah. really, it was grape flavored. <laughs> wow, uh, something telling me that Jim Jones was kind of racist. Anyway, it was grape flavored with a little touch of cyanide. Yeah, uh, you see what's funny about that is that, uh, you see, they owned up to using Kool-Aid during the practice runs when they would make them drink the juice and then say it had poison and uh, yeah. when he used to, like, test them. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, he was using Kool-Aid. So he saved the Kool-Aid for the practice runs, but the Flavor-Aid was wh- when they... <laughs> so that's like that's like... That's like using real fire high. That's like using real fire extinguishers for yeah. fucking fake things, and then when the fucking yeah. fire actually happens, then the big the big Kool Aid guy busts through the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, the Flavor Aid guy. Fucking Flavor Aid. Yeah. Um. So uh, that's it, guys. That's everything. Goodbye. Yep. See you later. See you next week. Nah. <laughs> I guess we're gonna talk a little bit, about Jim Jones. Uh, you know. Fucking, I'm trying to keep this into one part. I'm definitely going to keep it into one part. There's no way I'm doing multiple episodes of this. Oh, you no, could, no You way. could easily do multiple episodes. Oh, now. big time. Uh, you see, I, I where I got most of my info was drinking. Uh, yeah, drinking the theory. Uh, we fucking know it. Last podcast. <laughs> Drinkingatheory.com. Uh, yeah, go check us out. Just hit the little red subscribe button. Press the bell. Press the bell. Hello, patriots. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, fucking... Here's the thing is that uh, I listened to the last podcast on the left, Jonestown, which is a five-part episode with episodes anywhere between one and two hours long. So I, I've effectively listened to around six hours worth of shit. Um, funny thing is, is that I, I'm still fucking bad with names and dates. So uh, I'm going to have to trust you, uh, Jake, to uh, cover me and you, Mike, to cover me on the, 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 the names and dates. Yeah, I, I got some important dates. Because I'm fucking so stupid with that shit. Yeah. I am bad at remembering stuff like that. So... Uh, but I do know generally the story, and I can tell you how it happened. Like, I'm really good at basically what I would call party explaining, where if you were sitting at a party with a bunch Drinking. of your, Yeah, with your drunk friends, and you wanted to explain something really yeah. quick. Yeah, and her last name was Ford. Oh, wait, no. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> hey, we didn't do the fucking name of the band. Oh, wait, yeah, what's the name of the band? Shit, I, I 
forgot the notes. Uh, wow. Conival didn't do it. <laughs> Ford's a liar and suck my dick. Wow. Uh, something tells me that was not the band name, album name, or song name. <laughs> nah, I totally forgot. Did this break our streak? <laughs> yeah, I guess it did. Shit. Well, uh, do we want to touch on that before we get in the episode? We should touch uh, talk about it a little bit. Nah, fuck that. No, nah, I'll talk about it just for a little bit. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll summarize it. I'll keep it about as short as possible. Okay, guys. Like the fucking world Let's talk about Kavanaugh. On. Okay, so listen. If you're listening and you're, and you're uh, of the left complexion, that's fine by me. I don't care. If you can have whatever fucking opinion you want. Uh, the, that's not the point here. The point is is that if, let's say, uh, Ford came... I'm going to keep this as short as possible. Say Ford came forward and then she knew a, a, like a place, a date, and everything... Then I'd give her credit. I'd say, okay, investigate. But she doesn't know shit. And uh, she, if, as far as we know, she's just lying. Uh, literally. It's looking like she's just lying to people. <laughs> they, they have no hard evidence of anything. And it's really dragging Kavanaugh's reputation through the mud. Whether or not he did it isn't the point. The point is that she doesn't have an alibi. And because she doesn't have an alibi, it's like, why are we even discussing this? Why is this even a court hearing? Yeah. Now, that's basically my, my take on it. It's like... I'm not saying that she wasn't raped. I, I, she may have, for all I know. Because I don't know what the truth is. Yeah. Problem is, is that she doesn't have any... Fuck, she she doesn't even, don't know what the fucking truth she is. She doesn't either. know anything. So it's like, how am I supposed to take it seriously? Well, she does and a know lot of, she's a million dollars richer. And, it, it, and, and my problem is, is that a lot of people on the left are like, hashtag, you know, me too, hashtag I'm with her. And uh, hashtag she's so brave. And it's like, listen, guys, uh, if you really think about it, this is making rape victims look really bad. This makes rape victims look really bad because it's somebody who has no... Because uh, if you talk to a woman, they know when and where it happened because it was a fucking traumatic event in their life. Yeah. So, just saying. Uh, and with that, I would just like to say, uh, if someone could start a GoFundMe for me, a uh, long time ago, 30, 30, what, 36 years ago, I was fingered in the asshole by uh, who by uh, who tell me who i i don't remember where i don't remember when? that either well you said you said it, you just said it it was 36 years ago well i remember that much oh okay and did you like it uh, uh, as far as i remember no okay and it really fucked up my whole life and i need a million dollars so if you go ahead and start that gofundme that'd be fucking great all right, everybody, go to GoFundMe slash JakeGotRaped.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk about a fucking massacre now. Yeah, uh, so uh, as we said earlier, we're talking about Jonestown. Now, uh, I think before we get into the meat of who Jim Jones is, because that's basically what this is going to be. <laughs> meat. Meat. <laughs> because they're all dead, dead meat. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> well, we should talk about what uh, what happened first before we get into it, because I'm going to talk about Jim Jones, essentially. Uh, because really, a cult at the end of the day is who leads it. And everybody who's in the cult is the person who leads it as well. They all are copies of him because they want to be him. That's what a cult at the end of the day is. That's what I think. That's brilliant. What? What you just said. Well, think about yeah, it. Yeah, that's... It's weak-minded people no, following... that's the s most simplistic way to sum it up, though. That's... Well, the, I'm not taking credit for that statement because uh, last podcast on the left said something similar, but not quite. Fuck them. They're not here. So. Well, no, I'm just saying they said something <laughs> similar. They said they said uh, it, it was him imposing himself on them. Personally, for me, it's it, what I personally believe. Jim Jones is everything these people want to be or 
look up to yeah. and they're influenced by him and and if you notice it's all weak-minded or weak people yep. it's just it's just how it worked I, I don't know that we'll get more into that later uh, but the point is is that um jonestown if you don't know what jonestown is basically uh in 1970 uh seven was it was it 77 when it happened uh, no, 78. 78, I yeah. thought so. I thought it was 77 for some reason. Yeah, yeah in 78 in Guyana, uh, Jonestown, uh, they had murdered a senator. They, they killed him on a plane, right, and made the plane crash? No, 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 no. How did it go? No. Uh, what happened, what had happened was... Okay. Uh, you know, Jim Jones went down there. He set up his little... Phone. While they were boarding. They didn't fly. Yeah, yeah. What he happened ki- was... He killed, the, he killed the senator and a handful of other people. Yeah, what happened was the senator was already at Jonestown. Yeah. And then uh, there were some people there that, like... There was a guy there that slipped him a note. Yeah. He's like, dude, we we need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, and no, he didn't slip, slip him a note saying we need... He's saying, please get us out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, he slipped a note to a cameraman. Yeah. Because he thought that was the senator. Yeah. And, uh, dude, do I not know the fucking senator's name? It was Ryan. Something Ryan? Yeah. Uh, Leo Ryan. Yeah, Leo Ryan. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so he had a group of people. You know, they tried to kill him before he left. Yeah. Yeah, they tried to knife him before. And then he's like, oh, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Because uh, there was a guy down there. With them, uh, his name was Richard Dwyer. He was uh, a representative from the American consulate. Yeah. And Dwyer was like, because Dwyer's another story. Mm. Dwyer's like, yo, we got to get the fuck out of here. So they got uh, the people that wanted to leave and them and they fucking, right before they boarded the plane. They they blew him away. Yeah, and there was a, there was a plant too. Yeah, there was a plant within the group that yeah. st- yo we want to get out of here. There was a guy in that group that was armed. Yeah, so he was able to shoot people. Well, he was gonna arm. He was gonna go in the plane and crash the plane. That was the original. Plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I got the crash yeah. the plane thing because yeah. that's what he was supposed to do. Um, yeah, but all hell broke loose yeah. instead. But uh, yeah, uh, but long story short, uh, after that happened, J- Jim Jones went on fucking crazy, went crazy mode. Uh, he then coerced and i wouldn't even say coerced because at least half of the people i'd say half he forced to drink the kool-aid and if they didn't drink the kool-aid he shot them that it was he forced people to kill themselves it was either you kill yourself or we make you kill yourself yeah and that's why i'd say it's a murder last podcast on the left is absolutely right when they say it's a murder oh it was it was a murder murder. because you didn't have a choice there was the illusion of choice but there wasn't a choice so um he murdered 918 people, 304 who were children. Yeah. And uh, it was a basically a big um, American disaster at the time. It, it's probably one of the biggest mass murders that wasn't, like, political, like, excluding uh, the Holocaust. Uh, from, you know from, what I mean? what, from what I read, as far as U.S. history, it yeah. was the biggest mass murder uh, prior to 9-11. Yeah. Well, as far as American citizens. Yeah. And like, yeah. uh, that's the thing is that, uh, if this was done on American soil, this would have been like the second biggest yeah, yeah, yeah. event ever. Yeah. So, but it wasn't, it was in Guyana, but regardless, it was still a humongous fucking thing. And, uh, Jim Jones was a bit of a crazy, uh, at the end there. 
but we'll talk more about that because because that has to do with drugs and paranoia and all this other shit. But uh, let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back. Let's talk about who Jim Jones is. Jim Jones was a child of two people. He uh, obviously I, that was a really dumb thing to say. <laughs> that was awesome. He was a test tube baby. <laughs> All right, so his father's name, let me look. Um, James. James Thurman Jones. His fucking mother's name was Lynetta Putnam. Putnam. <laughs> Putnam. She constantly changed her name all the time, but we'll talk a little bit about her. Her, uh, His father was in World War One. Uh, he got fucked up by, like, mustard gas and shit, and uh, he was a bit of a deadbeat when he got back home. He all he did was because because Indiana at the time was still a dry state even though yeah. even though Jones was born uh, Jim Jones was born in the 30s they were still practicing prohibition in Indiana at the time yeah so uh, there was no bars so what the guy did he usually hung out in like these soda bars yeah. and he all he did would all he did was drink coffee and um, co- um, soda and played pool and played cards that's all he did he never even got drunk <laughs> so he just kind of hung around and relax i guess you could say literally um whereas his mother was a fucking crackpot not literally did crack but she was fucking nuts she uh she in the 30s was what would be considered somebody who is very um how you put it strange uh she always wore pants she never fucking wore skirts or anything like that so she was like she was kind of like a free spirit but she was also fucking kind of an asshole. Uh, she thought that she 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 didn't like conventions, so she never really wanted to have a kid, right? She never wanted to have Jim Jones, but her her excuse for having Jim Jones and not aborting him, I guess, whatever the fuck they would have done with him, was that he's going to be great, and that's what she filled in his head the whole time is that he's going to be this great person and that he's destined for great things. And, and I think it kind of fucked up Jim Jones. I think it created a personality disorder in him at a very young age where he, uh, he believed that he had to be something incredible. He had to be, whether no, no matter what. And uh, I'll go, I want to talk a little bit about that in the sense that, like, uh, if you look at, like, parenting nowadays, I think it's really bad to put high expectations of your kids, like, super high. I think it's okay to be like, I, I'm, I'm, I, want my, I want my son to do good things. But it's, like, it's another thing to be, like... For example, I'm not saying that my mom did it per se, but like for example, me, I, I've always put I set my expectations for myself a little bit too high until I was an adult, basically, and I, I kind of beat myself up over and like I think I, I'm like overly competitive about things now. In retrospect, yeah, see, see that's why my motto and I tell my kids yeah. has always been uh, aim low. Yeah, that way you're never disappointed. Well, you see that's that you see that's the opposite <laughs> of me, because even to this day, my mom constantly tells me. You need to do something good, you're great, because I know you're gonna fucking do something great. You have to, yeah, and it's like right. it's a fucking podcast. I was say you're doing it right now, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope so. Then I would have proved her right. But <laughs> fucking show her. Anyway. But uh, like, but it always kind of put in my head like, God, I have to do something or else I'm wasting myself away. And I think that kind of fucks with kids. I don't think I had it as bad as Jim Jones did. I'm just saying that I kind of get it a little bit, yeah. like where that that kind of constant push, kind of. It plants something negative in your head sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't create confidence. It creates it creates over expectations. Yeah. And uh, like I, I've always I, like I've always thought like I'm a fucking genius for all my life. I thought I was a fucking genius up until I was like an adult. Well, I mean, I still think I'm smart, but it's just like huh. I'm just saying like I I don't know. I fucking I like I I always thought like I was smarter than everybody else around me until like at some point in like middle school I was like. 
I need to chill the fuck out. And then when I turned into an adult, I was like, whatever, nothing really matters anyway. <laughs> so, but that, but I think I think um, Jim Jones got it really rough because his mother was a wackadoo. She wanted a fucking. She wanted him to be, not just be great. She wanted him to be like the greatest. Like she, she, her thing was like, she wanted him to be a fucking like. How do I put it? I I don't even know how to put it. Uh, she my, wanted him to be like. Always wanted me to be the two. Hmm. Specific. <laughs> she wanted him to be the greatest. I guess you could say she 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 said when my my kid is going to be something amazing like not just amazing but like amazing like pedestal like a very yeah. important person and 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 i think that fucked with jim jones from the get-go because just based on his uh his shit in uh his childhood years when he was a child um growing up in the 30s and 40s or whatever i don't know the exact timeline <laughs> yeah 30s and 40s he was fucking weird he was really fucking weird he um what he used to do is he used to, I think the first weird thing he ever did was he was bringing people to uh, the casket factories where they made caskets. <laughs> he was bringing the other kids there yeah. for quote unquote field trips. Yeah. And uh, he would have them sit in the caskets and lay in the caskets. Yeah, and he, was, he was a little twisted. Yeah. And, uh, but he always like tried to make himself the leader in like a sociopathic oh, way, yeah. and that's time. from the get go. You see, sociopathic tendencies start to fucking bloom when you're in your late teens. You know, he started real early. Yeah, he was like weird. Something was not right, and then and 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 less and less kids started hanging out with him, and that's when he learned to rope in the young ones. That and yeah. and that's how he fucking got them to fucking participate because he knew that they wanted to hang out with the older kid. Yeah. But he couldn't get the the kids of his age and older to hang out with him because they knew he was fucking nuts. Yep. So they so he knew how to. That's when he first learned how to um, exploit the uh, weak minded. Oh yeah. So that was like his first example. Then he started uh, doing shit like during uh, playground time, whatever fucking, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, dude, my brain. Uh, what, what are we looking for? Recess time? Recess, that's right. <laughs> uh, dude, I haven't been in school in such a long time. I forgot all these terms. <laughs> <laughs> recess. <laughs> fucking recess. Yeah, so during recess, he used to have animal funerals. He used to take fucking dead carcasses and then bury them, and then he'd have whole long-ass fucking eulogies for animals he never even knew. Yeah. And he would make the little kids attend. Yeah. And uh, he would make them attend. And uh, some of them started getting weird out, too, and they started fucking going away. Then he started using force. He used to bully them if yep. they tried to get away. And that's, again, that leads to his fucking adult life that he started doing during the cult. And we'll get to that way later. But uh, as and far... He, and he's still doing all this, like, before he was 14. Yeah. So he wasn't even, like, a teenager no, yet. He no. was still a little kid. And, in fact, he had one friend. I forget the friend's name because he's so inconsequential. <laughs> He uh, he used to hang out with Jim Jones all the time, and he would over, go over to Jim Jones's fucking house. And Jim Jones had a little twenty-two rifle or something like that, pistol, something like that. He had a gun, a two little twenty-two. Yeah. And uh, the kid came over, and then he was like, uh, "I'm gonna go home now." And Jim Jones didn't want him to fucking go home. He's like, "You're gonna fucking hang out with me, and I'm gonna dismiss you when I fucking tell you to." Yeah. Again, this is how Jim Jones was like from the get-go, and uh, basically he shot at his friend. He missed. 
but uh, he still injured his friend. Like I think like something splintered into the guy's into the guy. Something hit him. Yeah. And it's like he, so the kid still got hurt. It's like that just goes to show what mindset Jim Jones was already in. He was already a sociopath. He was already kind of fucking nuts. And uh, and, and to, like a lot of people like to say, hey, Jim Jones wasn't that bad of a guy when he was an adult because he was doing such like a lot of social projects. It's just he must have gone wrong at some point. It's like, no, I think he was, those were all an ends to the means. He was like, he was just using that as a way to uh, increase his social status because he knew that would get him power. And if his social status went up, more people wanted to surround himself themselves around him. And that, and he got a fucking big fat boner doing that. He got a big fat fucking power boner. <laughs> Hot, man. That's what I think Jim Jones was at the end of the day. He was just somebody. Boner. The more people, <laughs> the more people that surrounded themselves around me, the fucking cooler I was. Yeah, the more yeah, important yeah. I was. And that's all he fucking wanted. Um. Anyway, uh, into his teenage years. Uh fucking what was he doing in his teenage years i already forgot boning huh boning no not really uh he he did graduate school early did he yeah he graduated school when he was uh 17 he graduated with honors too oh yeah that's right when he was uh young i forgot to mention before he graduated he started visiting churches yeah he, and he liked to obsess about shit, right? Yeah, big time. And that's when he started obsessing about churches. He, he, he didn't like churches for churches. He liked churches because the fucking priests rounded everybody up. Yeah. He liked the power that the priests and, had. And Just he, like he really liked Hitler. Yeah, even when he was young, he he, he studied... I, I, this is as a kid, as a child. Yeah. He studied uh, Stalin, Marx, Mao, Gandhi, yeah, all Hitler. That's when he got the whole socialist shit. Yeah. And... Uh, Fucking Oh, and his father, by the way, his father was a member of the Ku Klux Klan there. Yeah, in I know. Indiana. Yeah, I know. Which I think has to play into him why he was so pro. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I think that just has to that goes hand in hand with parenting. Sometimes yeah, 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 your yeah. kids just do the opposite of what yep. you do just because you do it. So that's just parenting sometimes. But uh, yeah, uh, what did he do in his teenagers though? Because I know that he he worshipped Hitler, and he because he liked Hitler's energy and he liked how he leaded people. And the same thing with the priests. He he thought the priests were interesting because they yeah. leaded people and they and they, he they had kind of power over them, and he could they could pretty much tell them what to do and what to believe. And he liked that. And he was still young. He was probably like still like eight to ten years old at that time. So <laughs> he was fucking crazy. Um. Organized uh, in a cavernous Indian, huh? Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, um. I read some shit too. How he, as he got into his teens. Well, I'm trying. How, I'm trying how, to see he, what he did in his teens. How he liked to show the neighborhood kids how to uh, uh, fornicate. Oh yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he liked to show them how to. Yeah, used her danger wangers. He had a, he he had a bit of an obsession with that. For a little yeah, bit. I remember that. But I'm trying. To, he didn't do much in his teen years because I'm looking at no, it. No, no, he, he didn't. didn't. He kind of just just coasted through there. It wasn't really until he started getting into college and started working and shit like that. Yeah, he went to the what his first college was, uh, uh, University of Indiana. Yeah, I uh, I'm trying to fucking find it. Blah, 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 blah. 
See, I think he got married right after he graduated, too. He graduated from Richmond High School early yeah. with minors. Yeah. You see, like, there's this big, there's this big gap, gap. like, the, like it, where it leads up to where he got married in 49. Yeah. Or like, like one year after school. And that's when he, because I know he was, hey, Scully. Scully was sniffing my ass. Nice. Anyway, uh, she smells the blood on my ass from, from my ass being raw. Oh, my from God. From wiping it so much because I fucking shit my fucking brains out earlier. Jesus. Christ. I fucking He attended night school at Butler University. Go right back in. <laughs> it was Butler University. Well, he attended uh, Indiana University Bloomington first. Yeah. But uh he he had uh eventually moved to Indianapolis and then he went to Butler University. But um he worked as like a fucking like an old old folks home guy. And the old folks people, and this is where he learned how to fucking reel in the fucking old people, that by the way. That was the Reed Memorial, right? Mm-hmm. He, um, he learned how to uh, get along with old people and how to exploit them as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, this is actually where he learned how to, where he did used to do this later with some of his members, where he would, uh, he would actually get them to fucking give them the deeds to their house and stuff. Oh, Cause, yeah, Because yeah. he knew that they were going to die. He, he got their, their their welfare. Yeah, and, and their assets. Everything. And that's how he got a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, but he didn't do that at this time. He did that later because yeah, he yeah. opened up homes with his wife yep. later down the line where he did do that. But he learned how to fucking... He learned how to fucking play the... Play the fucking Pied Piper for the old people, and they're like, "Ah, oh, Jim Jones, yeah." yeah they, make, they suck it right. Yeah, make my fucking fucking old pussy wet. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, was that too much? Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> Are you surprised it went there though? <laughs> well, anyway, in forty uh, in forty nine, he married uh, his first wife, Marceline, and only wife technically. Uh, yeah. But he did have a mistress later. Uh, yeah, and he fucked everyone else. Yeah, he also fucked men. Uh, yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, yeah, they met, and she thought he was a fucking totally nice fucking guy, not a piece of shit or anything like that. She was like, what, 10 years older, I think? Or I don't know. Yeah, she she was older than him. I don't, I don't know how much older she yeah, was. Yeah, I don't know either. Because uh, her folks were like, I don't want you getting involved. Well, she was born in 27. Else. He was born in 31, I think. Okay, so it's a couple years older. Okay. All right. Yeah, he was born in 31. She was born in 27. So that means she was... 13. 13. She was 13. No, okay. I'm still going back to... What episode was that? Marilyn Monroe. That's right. Four years old. Dude, we're not good with math. Just fucking go right over it. Anyway. <laughs> and uh, he married her, in my opinion, not because she... Um, was nice or pretty or anything. He married her because she was politically involved. She was into local politics. Her family was rich Republican family, and she was little miss fucking rebellious. And she said, when I go vote, I'm voting all Democrat. And she was I'm a little social justice yeah. warrior. Yeah. Um, wow. It sounds really familiar. Cox, not Glocks. <laughs> okay. 
Whatever, yeah. Yeah, man. Defend yourself with a fucking cock when I fucking pull out my gun, you little fucking bitch. Okay, keep going. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, fucking Marceline uh, was very involved in politics. She already knew how to do the whole political bullshit. She was his organizer, basically. She organized everything for him in terms of politics and uh, getting to know people and fucking uh, tying the knot with fucking politicians and everything. Like, you know, getting real fucking close. And, uh... And that's how he got all these fucking connections, and that's how he fucking started getting real fucking popular, because he was Mr. Nice Socialist Guy. Not that he he publicly announced that too often, because that wasn't so fun <laughs> to admit that you were a socialist out in the public. Though, uh, he, a, a little quick trivia note, did you know that uh, back in the 50s, McCarthy... He, he, used to, he used to fucking taunt the F because he, he used to go to university and he and they used to have communist meetups and the FBI, FBI people used to like hang out outside and like kind of like eavesdrop or whatever. Yeah. He used to walk out and be like, hey, I live at this state. My name is fucking Jim Jones. I'm a fucking communist. Yeah. He used to taunt them. Yeah. 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 And uh, he actually his mom went to a couple commie meetings with him. Yeah. And his mom, the FBI, ended up showing up at her work. Yeah. Because uh, that, that was, yeah, that, that was a time where you got to think the same thing as, like, uh, think think uh, think JFK with Oswald, uh, the whole communist Cuba thing. Yeah. Uh, the government was pretty much keeping tracks on anyone. Yeah. The CIA was, the FBI was, they were keeping tracks on people involved in the communists. And he was actually um, directly involved to the, it was called Communist Party USA. Yeah. He was a member of that. Yeah. Um, but that that's just a little bit of trivia. That was kind of inconsequential to the whole thing. But uh, at the end of the day, I'm just saying, what? What? I'm just saying it was trivia. No. It didn't have anything to do with anything. Of course not. I'll tell you. I'll tell you in about 40 minutes what it had to do with. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, I, I, you took your route. I find a fucking conspiracy in everything. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, after high school, after a little bit, Jones uh, started to uh, get interested in doing uh, fucking... He he was trying to he was trying to get into like preaching and stuff, and basically he originally he he started trying to get people to be interested in his pr his prayers and stuff like that. And in fact, at this time, if I'm if I'm if I'm getting the timeline correct here, uh, Jim Jones was actually a bit of a fucking con artist. And before he would go up on stage, yeah. he used to go sit out in the crowd and listen to people's problems. Yep. And then he used to be like, "Yo, I know you got problems. Haha, <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I know you got problems." Yeah. And, and that's how he used to ring people in. Yeah. However, uh, he was still kind of radical and kind of weird, and he yeah. didn't have much of a reputation. And when he tried to fucking like get with the Baptist Church on shit, or was it ba was it Baptist? I, I don't know. He he like tried every fucking church. Well, there he was. he tried he tried to uh, get fucking like popular with with a church. I forget which one it was. And he he had been trying to fucking like uh, get get in with them. He was trying to get his own church or something like that. Ah, oh, dude, I fucking, it's this part that I don't know much about because, because, uh, when I was listening to the thing, they really breezed over their shit because I know more about like the California stuff, but, um, regardless, he had fucking, uh, he had fucking, he was trying to achieve something with one of the fucking churches and they were like, mm, 
we kind of heard you're like a crazy so yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. socialist. Uh, that's no, no. Yeah. And uh, but at the same time, uh, he was also doing a lot of human rights stuff. He was uh, he was big on fucking uh, racially integrating people. He wanted racially integrated churches. Uh, he, he was constantly fucking uh, doing. They, I think him and his wife were the first couple in Indiana to adopt a black child. They were. Yeah. Um, they were. You're right about that. And uh, they were actually uh, they were they were pretty popular at the time during the 60s uh, when they uh, they were actually going to restaurants, white only restaurants, and they were bringing crowds of fucking black people with them, and they were saying, uh, "I'm paying for them." And they're going to sit in here. You're going to give them business. Yeah. And they actually made it so that these businesses would just fucking run with black people in them. They would, yep. they would make them not anti-white. He, he was a big progressionist. And like a lot of, a lot of people like to look at that and be like, oh, hey, look, Jim Jones wasn't so bad at the, at first. And I was like, no, you know what he was probably doing this for is because he was, he wanted, he wanted connections and he wanted power and he wanted people to follow him. Yeah. Uh, and the reason I think that is because at the end of the day, if you look at the, if you look at the cult, uh, towards the end there when he had his inner circle there they're like no black there's one yeah, there, there was one black person yeah, in his inner circle they were all and they white. all and they all got fucking benefits and yeah. like and they all got like luxury fucking treatment yeah and all the black people and, the, yeah. and it paid more i'm glad you found that because most people <clears throat> when they talk about jim jones they don't they don't hit that mark no yeah, he was a bit of a racist, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. I think I think I think he 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 was all talk, and I think that he uh, just wanted people to follow him. That's it, because like again, if you look at the, the the cult, his inner circle had one black guy. Yeah, one black guy. That uh, even though there was a majority of fucking black people in his in his group there in Guyana, there's a majority black, or a majority minority at least. I'm pretty sure they were black though. Yeah. Uh, they were paying more into the church than anybody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like he was. So it was pretty clear that Jim Jones had very low regard for his minority. Yep. Uh, they were just a means to the end. He, they were tools. They were his tools for him to use, for for social gain. And um, I don't know. It, it's just like uh, I think Jim Jones was a piece of shit from the get go. As, I think as soon as he was old enough to have some sort of sentience, yeah. I think he realized that he was a piece of shit. Yeah, he, he, he was, he, and like you, you said it best. He was a fucking con. Yeah, he, he was a con more than anything. Yeah, I don't know. Um, when was this? Yeah, uh, they also adopted a whole bunch of kids. They uh, adopted Koreans. they they uh, adopted Koreans. They adopted Native Americans. They had he they were called the Rainbow Family. Uh, integration is more is a more personal thing with me now. It's a question of my son's future. As a yeah, a couple. Probably had a real big. Well, anyway, too. to sum up, sum up his Indiana fucking presence is that. That went right over Jimmy's head. What? I can't believe he had nothing. No nothing. Just keep going. Well, because I was I was getting ready to. Talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, basically, his Indiana presence was he was trying to get he was trying to get popular um, religiously, he was trying to get popular politically, and he was trying to get popular uh, progressively. Yeah. And, and he did. He was a big name in Indiana for a while. Yeah. He was huge, and then he decided to go to Brazil. He wanted to do this shit in Brazil. And this is where I start understanding. This is where I start having more info. Because that shit that I knew was very yeah, breezed yeah, yeah. over. When he went to Brazil, he was trying to do the same thing. He was, yeah. trying to, he was trying to get religious following and progressive following. 
Well, he went to the wrong fucking place because Brazil is probably the worst place. Not because of crime or anything. Well, yeah, because of crime. But you know what I mean? Brazil is full of religious fucking missionaries. He, yeah. That's like going... And, and, and last podcast on the left actually said it best. That's like going to LA to become a fucking actor. Yeah, but... And it's like, it's a dumb did, idea. Did they say his initial intention for going to Brazil? Uh, no. I think they just said he wanted to... Uh, to further his political gains. No. Well, he was also trying to scope out a new place to fucking make no. a compound. No. Uh, right before he went down there, uh, he started preaching all about uh, uh, nuclear holocaust. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. he read an article from... Well, he, 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 was, was. Lo- he was looking for a new... That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. He was looking for a compound to run from. To to run to run away from America because he was, he ha- he was afraid that there was going to be nuclear war in fucking America. Yeah, and he yeah. he chose Brazil because Brazil is one of the safest places in the world. If there's a nuclear hol- if there's a nuclear war, why is that between the world powers? Why was that? Why is it the safest? I have no clue. Is it just because they're not targeted? <laughs> I have no clue. Because I did know, I did know, because they did mention that he 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 was trying to get away from America because that's, he because he was afraid of Russia. That's like in in 2012, yeah. a bunch of the fucking the the preppers and stuff, all it, the, all the ones with money, they were buying up land in South America because they thought they would be safer in South America. Huh. Makes no fucking sense. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I get that. I get that. Yeah. But, um, because 2012 was supposed to be the end of the world, not nuclear holocaust. Well, it could have been anything. No, it was supposed to be like the world was supposed to flood. You know what I mean? It was supposed to be the world. No, that, that was what the movie showed you. I don't know too much about. It. Do you there, there were, like, were you into was, tw- were you into 2012 shit? Yeah, and and honestly, what was it supposed to honestly, be? Honestly, I, I thought I thought it was supposed to be the end of the world via natural causes. I thought that uh, world was uh, just supposed. Honestly, to end. honestly, I do believe the world ended in 2012. Oh God, here we go. I don't know if it ever really gave a exact like this is what's gonna fucking. End I thought it. it was supposed to be via natural natural means. I thought like the world was supposed there, to. There flood. was like there was like 20 million different scenarios. Oh. Everyone had their own theory. But my theory was right. The world ended in 2012. How do you know you're right? Because look at it now. Everything has gone to shit. Well, I mean, I've... Uh, look right. at everything pre-2012. <laughs> okay, let's take, let's take a pa- let's pause on, on the Jim Jones shit real quick. So, all right, I was talking about Brazil. Let's remember that. Bookmarked. Bookmarked. It's, yeah, it's bookmarked. Okay. Uh, I, 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 I kind of reinforced that theory that you have because I remember we've talked about this before. Social justice and this whole shit that's been going on now started in 2012. Yeah. That was the year it that's started. That's the year the fucking world ended. And uh, some pe- I could understand the theory that it was the start of the end. It's the beginning of the end. I can understand if people were like, this is, this is, like, this is when it's starting and the world's going to end soon. Yeah. Like, I could, I could kind of see it. I can see that, but uh, like I don't think we all died and now we're in an alternate universe. No, no, I, I don't. I don't. You think, think it's that. the beginning of the end? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, that's believable. Uh, it do doesn't have to be. Claim your future. Doing a quick search okay. here, I can't figure out. I can't find anything about why Brazil. Brazil. Yeah. yeah. Well, I all I know is is that in terms of nuclear war, it well, it wasn't going to be targeted. Did you just Google the safest place in the world if there's a nuclear war? I googled. Why is Brazil a safe place if there's a nuclear fallout? Just just Google safest place in the world if there's nuclear war. It might have to do with air currents. Maybe their air currents don't because I know that has to do with fallout. Yeah, I don't. And stuff. I, don't I know air currents has a, have a big deal with fallout because like if they nuke America, America is not the only place that's fucked. 
Yeah. Like, it's the people that are downwind from America, too. Yeah. So. Yeah, whatever. I don't know how it works. Brazil. So he went to Brazil. Well, yeah, he went to Brazil in, in initially to uh, escape nuclear uh, holocaust because he thought that Russia was going to... He was, like, a very paranoid person. Uh, I think it's worth noting that before he was on fa- amphetamines, Jim Jones, <laughs> Jim Jones was already fucking paranoid. Yeah. So... He he wanted originally to go to fucking Brazil for that, but he that wasn't the only reason. His main reason, in my opinion, was to spread his fucking his politics, because he went there and he immediately started trying to convert people, and he immediately tried making connections, and he failed. Again, last podcast put it really well. It's like going to L.A. to become an actor. It's like everybody in L.A. is trying to become an actor. Just like so, everybody in in, in impoverished Brazil is a fucking missionary. They're out there trying to convert poor people who need hope. So, Jim Jones, you're in a sea of fucking people doing the same fucking thing. Yeah. So, you're not going to be successful. That's like going to fucking... That's like going to L.A. to fucking start a podcast. (laughs) That's why we do it from Cuckoo Yeah. Because there is no other fucking podcast around here. We're literally the only one. I, I, th- I think I think it's safe to say we're the most popular podcast here. <laughs> we're winning, baby. <laughs> but um, yeah. So and he ultimately failed. He was only there for for a couple years, literally like two years, and only two years. And that's what's what's fucking incredible to me because he went back to Indiana after that. He went back to fucking Indiana after two years. Uh, and everybody forgot who he was <laughs> over two years. That's all it took was two years for, for other people took up his slack. Other people did progressive shit. Other people took what he did and just furthered it. And they were like, well, we don't really need you anymore. <laughs> and he fucking hated that. That made him snap, dude. That was, the, that was his first snap. He had multiple snaps without, throughout his, that was the first one. Cause he came back and he realized nobody needed him anymore. And he needed to find someplace new. And that's where he went to fucking California. I can't find any exact fucking answers. Everything keeps giving just lists of places you should go. Yeah, is anything in Brazil at the top? No. Actually, Antarctica's at the top, most of them. Well, you ain't going there. Yeah. Yeah, I might have to pee. What else is now? Just warning you. And you're going to come back and shit on your mic. Probably Fuck right. yeah, I will. Uh. All right, you guys, you, right. guys, you guys want to talk while I pee? It's pee-pee time. Nothing on Brazil's on that fucking list. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's, I, I don't know. A couple things I read, a couple things I listened to. I don't know. The first article I clicked on has Iceland. Oh, hey, wait. Is he upstairs? He's upstairs right now. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to blow his mind because the shit I looked into, I don't think he looked at any of that fucking shit. None of it. I can tell by the way he's fucking talking. Shit I'm going to talk about, he's going to be like, what, what? And watch, he's going to try to contradict me on everything. And I can talk like this right now because I know he doesn't listen to our fucking episodes. So, pff, fucking douche. <laughs> okay, yes. So got, uh, Iceland? Iceland, Isle of Lewis. Where the fuck that Isle is? of Lewis. Yeah. Arr. Antarctica. Kansas City, for some reason. Kansas City, get the fuck out. This is a place. Well, Kansas City is almost in the center of the U.S., isn't it? Yeah. Uh, the Yukon. Huh. Cape Town. Guam. 
Bern, Bern, I guess is how you say it. B B E R N. It's placed in Switzerland. Oh, Bern, Switzerland. I think. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Hey, you want to know where you shouldn't be? Here's an article about that too. Shouldn't be in Conkletown. Conkletown's probably a direct target. Hey man, uh, just just telling you, when I went and pissed in your toilet, my my pee was so acidic I fucking burned a hole in the back of your toilet. Which toilet did you use? Upstairs. There's a big hole in the back of your yeah, toilet. Yeah, I have two toilets upstairs. Le- leaking upstairs. Did you use the one in Jake's room? No. Oh, so yeah. So there's you, toilet water everywhere. That it's one's just leaking. not. That that's not my toilet. Whatever. That's Megan's toilet. Whatever. You know oh, what boy, they say. Dead. You know what they say. Acid pee, it hurts. <laughs> you know what? I heard that. Did you? Yeah. Just now you did. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so uh, basically we're left off there. Indiana Indiana, and fucking Indianapolis, he was not useful anymore. Nobody needed him anymore. He lost footing at fucking, the f- fucking there. He, 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 he had no reason to be there anymore. And that's what spurred his move to North California, which uh, uh, that was a Where bad. Did Where did he go? North California. Oh. Northern California. I thought you said North California. No, uh, he went to Redwood Valley. So a lot went, of redwoods there, a lot of them. They're yeah, big. they're big. I wonder why, you know, dinosaurs being the name name of Redwood Valley. I wonder why there's so many redwoods there. I wonder why. There Remember when the dinosaurs would help Jesus move rocks and stuff? Hmm. Okay, but anyway, go ahead. He'd ride them for miles. Miles and miles. I could see from my... Okay, go ahead. I was wow. going for the fucking SpongeBob reference. Riding rocks for miles. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Luke 69, 420. Riding dirty. Okay, yeah. let's continue. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we lost... <laughs> we lost our fucking marbles, man. <laughs> anyway, uh... The Kraken has arrived. Regardless, uh, he still had a congregation in Indiana. And in fact... His congregation in Indiana started to fall apart while he was gone completely. His yeah. little his little group. Yeah, because uh, no, there wasn't a dis- disciplinary was, like him. Yeah. Well, basically, uh, he said that uh, everybody, the world would be consumed by nuclear war. And he said that in 1967. And uh, that he needs to create a new socialist Eden on Earth. And that we need to move to North California. Which was a bad fucking... I almost said, yeah. <laughs> And that was a really bad idea because I, even to this day, North California, there's a lot of Republicans there. Yeah. They don't like socialists. Yeah. <laughs> that was a bad fucking place to go. Uh, and uh, he had his little like group. He had like a, I, I don't know exactly how many people he had at this point. I don't know if it was ever mentioned or if it's specified. What are we? Are we getting tweeted? Are we no. getting tweeted? No, we're not. He just fucking, he fucking just tweeted. Really, Walker Jr. just fucking, he just fucking tweeted, "Fuck Kanye." Fuck you. No, I'm kidding. <sighs> Dude, my nose is itchy as fuck. I don't know what to tell you. My nose is itchy. And uh, yeah. So uh, Hold on, I'm I'm reading a little bit more. I want I because I because I don't want to just breeze over this. I want to give you some good fucking content here, and not just be like, oh, this is what happened. Da, 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 da. Just wait up, everybody. Sorry, just making sure I'm getting everything right here. 
Because fucking... I don't want to breeze through this and make make you guys listen to, like, what, 30 minutes of fucking Jim Jones shit. This guy's a big deal. So... Durka, durka, durka. Yeah, that's it. Oh, shit. This was at this point. Dude, at this point... Dude, this was the point. I, I, holy shit! This is when he started telling everybody that he was the reincarnation of Gandhi, Father Divine, Jesus, Gantana, Buddha, and Vladimir Lenin, all of them at the same time. Wow. Yeah, and Marx. He also said that he was Marx, even though Lenin and Marx lived at the same exact time. So I don't know how he would have done that. But uh, good job, fucking Jim Jones. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but uh. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I think I... Oh, yeah, that's right. This is the time when he... Th- this is what I wanted to say. That's right. He was starting to really preach the socialism-communism thing, right? At this point in Northern California. And, uh, well, it was a town of 15,000 that he was in, right? So it was about... Moomer gets around. Especially if you're a socialist communist in fucking Republican California. People didn't really like him in his group. Uh, and not to mention he was anti-God. At this point, he he started uh, denouncing Sky God. He would call it Sky God. So uh, he's anti God, but he said he was the reincarnation of all those. Okay, things. well that's the thing. Here's how how his little preach would go. He would say in public, he would do his uh, he would do his religious sermons in public, and then in private he would tell all of his followers, "Hey, listen, I don't actually believe in God. This, yeah. is, this is this is just so that we can round up members, okay? Because we need members. If we if you want to be a socialist." A country where we take care of people and, and do social justice, we gotta lie to people. We got there's a mean to the, means to the end, and there's a lot more detail behind that where he actually told his followers that sometimes you gotta do bad things for to do good things, and there's a whole fucking thing to that. And I'm not gonna get into it because that'll take way too long. It, I'm not gonna get it in every little detail. And uh, I think during this time he had also started meeting this guy, uh, this fucking this other religious leader who. Uh, I'm going to keep this super short because I don't because this guy's story will also take fucking forever because he's a fucking wackadoo. There's another cult uh, and this guy uh, named Jealous. He named himself Jealous and he was a black like uh, cult leader. And uh, he basically uh, long story short, uh, he was all about the in- reincarnation. And then uh, his his ugly wife that he had died. And then his he said that his wife's fucking consciousness moved into this beautiful Canadian white woman's body and that she's my wife now. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and Jim Jones made good friends with this guy, right? And he learned how to improv. He learned how to improv that's, from this guy because this guy is bullshit. And let's be real. This guy's that is not how reincarnation works. No, it's how it works. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> that's basically how he would say it. He's like, no, that's how it works. That's her, her body's in this guy and this girl now. So, uh, but, and Jim Jones learned how to improvise from this guy. And not to mention this guy becomes important later because he's going to fucking die. And Jim Jones is going to ta- try to take all of his followers uh, and he will fail. I'll, I'll, but uh, we'll get into that later. But I'm just saying that he was hanging out with this guy at this time too. But, uh, basically, uh, after that, oh, what was I, what was I getting at? I forgot already. <laughs> I have fucking, my brain is bad. My brain. Black dude, leader of the cult. Yeah. Hold on, I want to know what year they actually went to Guyana. Boop. 
When did they go to Guyana? You guys are making this harder on me. You guys are making this harder for me. I don't like silence. Oh, sorry. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm. Tr- well, why aren't you guys talking? Let's go to Jimmy. That's first. Yeah. What, what, what's your answer, Jimmy? I'll take. Uh, I'll take. No, we're on the fucking final Jeopardy question, asshole. You're <laughs> I'll take Dick for nine million. Uh, wow. <laughs> I probably take I really w- Dick for a million. <laughs> Let's see. You really have to isolate that little part yeah. there. Well, uh, that being said, so fucking, he was hanging out in Northern Carolina. He did all that shit. You know, he was talking to this other guy. They got. They were not. They did not have very many friends in this Northern Carolina. Northern Carolina. Jesus Christ. Carol, California, Northern California. They didn't have very many friends here, and uh, they eventually fucking went. Dude, I can't believe I'm fucking like skipping all this information now. Cause like I fucking listened to like six hours worth of fucking documentary. This is fucking retarded. <laughs> My brain like just doesn't work sometimes. But basically, uh, they hung out in fucking San Francisco too for a little while. And, um, this, this is what, a, uh, like, were they only in Gay- Guyana for a year? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's it. Because, because that fucking surprises me a lot. Because, because they were in San Francisco until 77. Yeah. That's, that's quite a fucking long amount of time. And, uh, and he, he actually got down on the whole fucking, on the whole, like, racial, um, uh, relations thing. Because this is when he started converting more people into, like, black members again. Because he, for a while, he was, like, bringing in white people, especially in Northern Carolina. Carolina. Jesus fucking Christ. Just fucking say California. (laughs) Northern California. I don't know why I'm saying Carolina. Because I think it's because I went there for vacation and I want to go back. (laughs) Because you're used to saying North Carolina. You're not used to saying North California. Yeah. But, um, fucking, this is when he started getting black people in his congregation again. And he, he was also, uh, Good being pro USSR now. He was definitely afraid of fucking Russia, but then he started telling them that Russia's good and that it's a fucking communist, socialist fucking paradise. And uh, I'm uh, wow. I thought they were in Guyana for a lot longer. So basically, what yeah. you're telling me wow. is Jim Jones rigged the election. What the fuck? <laughs> it's funny you mention that because technically he did rig an election. What? Yeah. Are we talking about that after? Yeah. Okay. Because I because the whole point I when I when I do these I just want to get through the vague information and then I want to just talk about my opinion of Jim Jones. Okay. Because because I because I have because I have a lot of opinions about him and then like his modern day influence and modern day yeah, how yeah. he would do in modern day fucking yeah. civilization. Oh wow, we're fifty five fucking minutes in. Jesus yeah. Christ! Holy shit! Yeah. Wow. Anyway, yeah, so he, he was preaching that USSR is like a socialist fucking paradise, and they weren't socialists. Uh, some people tried calling him out on this, and this is where he started getting smarty pants to join his fucking cult. People would call him out on it, like college students, and he'd be like, hey. He'd yell at them in, the, in this, during his sermons, and then like after the sermons, he'd be like, hey, come here. Hey, do you want to stop? Uh, in fact, I need a smite guy like you to tell me when I'm wrong, but you can't do it in public, so don't do that in public, so stop that. But I mean, if you want to tell me I'm wrong, 
like my cult behind the scenes, then you can tell me. In fact, I think you're smarter than me, buddy. And and these people fucking fell for it like idiots. Yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, it, well, he I don't think he was in San Francisco for long either. Uh, for what? Like only like two years. Yeah. And then and that's when the, you finally get to fucking Jonestown, Guyana. Yeah. He uh, how did he get everybody to Guyana? Did he fly him <laughs> out? Because they yeah. last podcast never fucking touched on that. He yeah. flied them out. Yeah. Nine hundred fucking people. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, I know, listen, I know, I know. He recruited some locals too. Yeah, but uh, but at that point in time, uh, he may have looked like a fucking bum, but uh, his his little uh, his little cult church there, they had a shit a shit ton, a shit ton of fucking money. Yeah. Well, that's because him and his wife had opened up like uh, retirement homes. I'm not mentioning little stuff like that because that takes. Because it's so much, it's it's like irrelevant detail. That's how they made money. They they, they were acquiring assets from their people. And and I'm, to get through it real quick, because there's a bit more of a story here. He had he had basically a retirement home franchise, and he acquired assets from the old people, being really nice to them. And he uh, that's how he gained a lot of his money. So yeah, he had a lot of money, and uh, he also had political uh, pull. So I'm sure he was getting money somehow. He also wasn't getting taxed, by the way, because he was technically a religious, uh, they were a religious charity and it wasn't taxed either. Again, another detail that I won't get too much into. He was selling paintings of himself. He would go to sermons, sell paintings of himself for $5 a pop. And, uh, that wasn't taxed. So he would make like up to $3,000 back then, which is a lot of money. $3,000 a sermon. It's a lot of money. So, um. I wonder if he flew everyone out there, like all 900, or if he gained more people. Yeah, and it says here 68% of the Jonestown residents were black, too. I was, I was right. This is when he started getting rid of the white people, at least in terms of the main population of his fucking thing. Um, basically, uh, there he fucking... Uh, he... Uh, that's, it didn't last long, but it feels like that's where the bulk of the shit started happening. Uh... He, he, this is, uh, and before this too, uh, cause even before the way before this back in California, he was taking amphetamines and that's why he started wearing the sunglasses by the way. Cause his eyes were so fucked up cause he was taking amphetamines and quaaludes all the time. Uh, but that's besides the point. He was fucking cracked the fuck out. He faked an assassination attempt in California as well. I, I keep forgetting. I don't know why I'm forgetting everything. Jesus Christ. Don't look at me, dude. I don't know shit about this time. Listen, cause <laughs> his, his life his life was so hectic and it all happened in a short period of time. Yeah. Well, it, the thing is, is that I, I, I'm just disappointed in myself cause I just listened to six hours and I was like, I was actually asking my mom about it and I knew so much fucking info off the top of my head. And then I sat down here and now it's like, it fucking escaped my brain hole. <laughs> but yeah, in California, he, he, he attempted assassination on himself. He faked an assassination attempt to make, because you know what keeps people in your cult believing you have a fucking yeah, enemy. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And eventually they moved to Guyana. This is this is the the big part. And in Guyana, they fucking um it, it, this is where the most fucked up shit was happening. And this is when they were starting to eat like rice and shit all the time cuz they couldn't even fucking sustain themselves as a socialist fucking group cuz they weren't buying anything. They couldn't. There wasn't really anything to buy. Guyana was still a relatively new country at the time. It was only like what? Like 15, 20 years old at that point. Yeah. So uh, and he had some 900 people there with him, 918, 304 of which were kids. Um, 
Well, that's how many people died, but he, he almost had a thousand people there and, and he had at least a third of them were kids. Um, and at, at that point, a lot of people had wanted to leave the group as well. And uh, a lot of people were missing their family members. And this is where the fucking congressman gets involved because the congressman was involved with this whole fucking human rights thing because he was because this is where the Jonestown's like the rumors were starting and shit where he was fucking um, violating human rights and shit. And that's why this fucking senator with a bunch of these people's families started f- flying out there. Because they, they wanted to get their fucking family members back. Because a lot of these family members disappeared basically without a word. And that's another thing that Jim Jones did was he used to fucking... He used to fucking... Uh, he used to basically bring people in and then he wouldn't let them write to their families. By wouldn't let them, he'd let them write the letters. But then he'd steal the letters. He'd have people like get the letters... They were supposed to be sent, but then they would never send them. Yeah. He basically make them think that you don't have a family, but you have the cult now. But in reality, they were getting letters back and they had family members wondering, where the fuck did you guys go? So eventually a bunch of family members flew out with this guy trying to get a hold of their family. And this was the start of the fucking big shebang, the big fucking shit that happened. Uh, the big incident. And, and this happened in 1978, finally. Um, he fucking, uh, this guy went down to fucking Guyana and Jonestown. And, uh, if I remember correctly, he, they kind of did like a tour almost. It, what, weren't they, wasn't Jim Jones and a bunch of his people leading them around and like touring them and shit like that? Yeah. Yeah. And, and Jim Jones didn't want him there. <clears throat> no, <clears throat> he didn't want him there. <clears throat> oh no, 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 no. Because yeah. he believed that the government was trying to kill him. Yeah. He he was he was he was of the belief that he was like super paranoid at this point. He was hopped up on fucking on amphetamines. And he believed that the government wanted to kill him. And he want, he believed that from for a long time. And this fucking senator being here just fucking reinforced it for him. And uh basically uh sorry, my neck's itchy. <laughs> basically fucking uh I don't know what went south. I know that the 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 senator had or the congressman had somebody attempted to assassinate him with a knife he said right yeah i didn't know that i actually didn't even know that yeah uh the thing uh, the one person i listened to what went south was the three things showed up that jim jones despised and that was his last straw (sighs) the three things yeah one was the press. He despised the press. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Two was government. Yeah, he despised the government. I know that, that, was, that was the senator. Oh, uh, yeah, here it is. Uh, after Our Temple member Don Sly. Temple member Don Sly attacked Ryan with a knife. Yeah. Yeah. And another, uh, the third one was losing... Members. Members. Yeah. And all three of it happened at once. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, that's the thing with Jim Jones is that he was extremely paranoid of people leaving. Yeah. He didn't want people to leave. That was the last thing he fucking wanted. And uh, it's kind of why he uh, had an inner group as well. Because he would actually use his inner group to test shit on people. And to see if they wouldn't leave. He he practiced a whole lot of like almost psyop shit. It almost seemed like psychological warfare. And like he used to he used to use like what almost seemed like brainwashing techniques. Like, like the white knight drills. Yeah. And it's like it almost seems like he was trained in it. Like, I could see where a conspiracy where he, where Jim Jones worked for the fucking government or something. I could see where something like that could be born. Because, honestly, some of the shit that he used, especially in uh, towards the end in, in Northern California and in fucking um, Guyana, 
he that was some really weird shit and uh especially with like the suicide testing with the kool-aid where he would make them drink it tell it was tell them it was fucking poison and see how they react yeah it almost seems like he was conducting well he was conducting experiments yeah but that it almost seems like it almost seems like he knew what he was doing yeah (laughs) was he a cia agent tell me (laughs) nah Nah. but basically yeah so uh uh, fucking somebody tried to kill uh leo ryan with a fucking knife uh don slided and uh it the bringing the visit to an abrupt end so basically leo ryan and uh the families tried to take back a bunch of people as well a handful of people and uh that's when basically shit just blew up and they shot the fuck out of them if i remember correctly yeah 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 they shot the fuck out of all of them. Did they kill all of them right then there? No, they didn't kill them all. Um, I forget how many they killed. Uh, well, of course, the senator was one of them. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I forget how many were killed. Uh, a lot of them A lot of them got into the weeds, you know, hid mm-hmm. and shit. Uh, I, I, I totally forget how many got killed. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that fucking, uh, after that, basically, Jim Jones has had went into it's over mode. It's over now. And, uh, this is where Jim Jones is like truly his real dark. This is when it finally comes out. You see just how fucking yeah. evil he was. And, uh, do you have your phone plugged in? Why? I, I wanted to play some of the clips from the fucking. I, it's, it's. It's charged. It's ready to go. I don't have a... I mean, I could use my phone to... Oh, no, I can't. That's right. Because of the fucking port. That's right. I could always get it on my computer. Listen, here. here. It's so hard because I was looking Mm -hmm. before we started. I was looking to find just little audio clips of them. And it's it's so hard to find just audio clips of him talking. Okay, hold on. I'll actually find some. I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can find some. I'm sorry that this has oh, been so in yeah, order. Yeah, yeah. And, and one, one, one hilarious thing you left out. Yeah. <laughs> which I found so funny about this whole deal. Yeah. Was uh, at one point in his life to raise money. <laughs> selling spider monkeys. Yeah, he was he going door to door. Yeah, and he fucking, and he, and he <laughs> did it too. He was successful. He was importing fucking okay. monkeys from South America. And going door to door in the U.S. selling these fucking monkeys, dude. I mean, <laughs> Which is fucking hilarious, man. Seems like it'd be an expensive thing to do to get <laughs> to get the fucking monkeys to be getting. Yeah, them. he was buying them from South America and fucking selling them door to door in the U.S. And and he made a living off of it. He made good money. I don't know if you could sell monkeys like that anymore. Probably no, you can't. Can't believe you Dude, can people back, back see, people died back in the fifties and sixties. Oh, just owned monkeys willy nilly, because he actually recruited some people into his fucking congregation doing that too. Yeah, he, if, people if, wanted if, monkeys. If you can find it, there's actually, I believe, it's a fifty-five minute recording. Yeah, of, of the last fifty-five minutes. Yeah, because uh, he recorded everything, and it yeah. was the last fifty-five minutes. Yeah, of the fucking mess that ensued. Please, audio don't go out. Oh, God, it's on the other side. See? You're into it now. 
Okay. It's in! Yay! Alright guys, I'm gonna skip around. I don't think this is what we want to do with our babies. I don't think that's what we had in mind to do with our babies. It was death by the greatest of prophets from time immemorial. He's basically no talking lay, people into killing life from Yeah, me. yeah, oh yeah. Now, I, I, know, I know what you're thinking. So why didn't people just not do it? So, to, to uh, because the there's guys in the... the this airplane. is the wondrous it's thing about audio. You can't Almost see the armed guards yeah. that were basically Almost like, if you don't drink the, kill, the flavor aid. We're gonna fucking shoot you. Children. You can't take off with got, people's I want to find the part where his wife is screaming, reaction. trying to get people to stop. Marceline, so his fucking wife, is trying to, to make people stop. Because his wife was actually kind of a good person. Communist. She didn't want them to fucking kill themselves. The world, the kingdom, suffers violence, and the violence shall take it by force. If we can't, there's no plane. You can't catch a plane in time. Oh. I've been living on hope for a long time, Christine, and I appreciate you've always been a very good agitator. I like agitation because you got two sides of one issue. Twenty odd. Want us with all this? I've always taken your troubles right on my... Still not the kind of peace that I wanted to give you. An individual. I have a right to... You do, and I'm listening. What I think, what I feel... This and is I somebody think we trying to convince right him that I don't to want to kill our own destiny as individuals. Right. And I think I have a right to choose mine, and everybody else has a right to choose theirs. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. I'm not criticizing. I'm not criticizing. What's that? I think this is his wife. That's what 20 people said today with their lives. I think I still have a right to my own opinion. I, I'm not taking it from you. I'm not taking it from you. Christine. You see how he's trying to court, like, trying to, like, make them complacent? Like, oh, yeah, you still have your right, so but you have to drink the fucking juice. Individual life. Your life has been extended to the day that you're standing there because of him. Oh, it's like that she has much right to speak to anybody else, too. What'd you say, Luby? Well, you regret that this very day if you don't die. You'll regret it if you don't you don't die. You'll regret it. Too many people. I saved them. I saved them, but I made my example. I made my expression. I made my manifestation, and the world was ready, not ready for me. Paul said, "I was a man born out of due season." I've been born out of due season, just like all we are. And the best testimony we can make is to leave this goddamn world. Please, please. Basically, to sum that up, what he just said, he said. I made my fucking impression on the world, so you all have to die with me. Yeah. My time's over, so is all yours. That was basically what he said. But I, I'm trying to find the part where his wife, you can hear his wife screaming in the background. I'm not talking to her. And he's will like, mother, mother, you, mother, mother, her, mother, mother, stop, stop, stop. Don't do this, mother. Because he's talking to his wife. And she's trying to fucking make people stop. And then he's, and he, he has her fucking restrained. John, what you act and do you think I'd put John's life above others? If I put John's life above others, I wouldn't be standing with the brothers with me. 
you coming up. I like you. I personally like peace. Say peace. What's coming? Don't eat there. A thousand miles away. Red Brigade showed them. can do but step that way. It's the only way to step. Able to let them experience it all the way. I think we should be we should be happy about this. Is that the full 55 minutes? Mm -hmm. 48. You got that on YouTube? Mm -hmm. The Jones. Oh wow! I didn't find it. We had nothing we could do. Only Jim Jones. Must be insane. Shouldn't be patient. I remember in hurry. All right, they just not fall into the hands of the enemy. Hurry, my children. Colin, hurry. hurry. The seniors out here that I'm concerned about. Oh, hurry. Kill yourself. That's what death is. Sleep. You'll be sorry. We've set an example for others. We've set 1,000 people to say we. You'll be sorry. That we do it and that they do it. Teachers, different. I don't. I can't find the part where his fucking mother, where the mother is screaming, because you can hear her. It's very, very low. Yeah. But when you hear it, it's kind of fucking haunting, because. Dude. Yeah, uh, the mom kind of saved uh, their oldest son too. On accident. No, I think she did on purpose. You think she because he had to go play a basketball game, right? Yeah. And. <laughs> Yeah. What in the fucking hell? Fourteen forty-three thirty. Now they refuse to bring any babies into the world. They kill every child that comes in. It's been done by every quiet. They took us and put us in. You'll have no problem with the thing if you just relax. Hold it to them. wants to go with their child has a right to go with their child I think it's humane I want to go I want to see you go though I, they can take me and do with me whatever they want to do I want to see you go I don't want to see you go through this hell no more no more no more no more when we're trying if everybody will relax the best thing you do to relax and you have no problem You'll have no problem with the thing if you just relax. I can't, I can't find the fucking part. Uh, regardless, there's a part in this fucking tape, right, where they're screaming in the background. It's his wife getting restrained by the armed guards. Yeah. Basically, them fucking making her fucking like restraining her. Yeah. Because there were some people who were forcibly injected. Yeah. So like at least half the fucking people were forced or yeah. killed. So like between people who were forced to drink, injected. Or shot, that makes about a half of it. The other half did voluntarily do it. Now, the thing is, is that the fucking Marceline, she was actually a good person, believe it or not. She didn't really like being with Jim Jones, especially towards the end. Because actually Jim Jones threatened her. If she if she left, he'd fucking kill her. Um, but that's besides the point. Fucking, she didn't want anybody to kill her, to kill themselves. And there's a point in the fucking clip, I couldn't find it. But there is a point where 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 she's screaming because they're grabbing her because she's trying to make people stop, and 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 she's screaming. You can hear ah 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 in the fucking bathroom. He's like mother 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 mother. Please don't do this, mother. Mm, no mother. Mm, no. Mm. 
I also like how uh, Jim Jones, by the way, that he know why he sounded like an old black woman because that's how he related to the people. Yeah. So he he purposely made himself sound like that. But uh, after they had killed the senator, that's basically it. He had everybody basically sat down, and people who weren't sat down and were trying to get away per se, or were in the hospital beds. They were being injected. They were being shot. Um, and and all those people, in, those people in that room were forced to drink the fucking flavor aid. Yeah. And and uh, a lot of people think, hey, uh, they didn't have to. They were just all, oh, they were all fucking brainwashed. No. It was some people didn't. And in, in, in that clip, you could hear there were some people being like, hey, 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 it's my right to decide if I want to die or not. But what if I don't want to die? And um, he was he was saying like, oh, yeah, you know, it's your right. It's your right. Um, But we're going to make you drink it anyway. And you know what's funny about that tape? You know what the funniest part about that whole tape is? Jim Jones didn't drink the flavor aid. He had somebody kill him for him because he was too much of a pussy to drink the flavor. Yeah. So that just that's the icing on the fucking cake of Jim Jones. He was such a piece of shit that he couldn't even fucking do it himself. He had to have somebody do it for him. So. But that's basically it. That's like a very vague explanation of what Jonestown was. I didn't I didn't want to have this go on for hours and hours. So I was trying to rush through. So sorry if I did if I missed a lot of shit that you may have wanted to hear. There's a lot of details and if you want to listen to somebody get really deep into it, if you want to spend like 6 7 hours listening to docu- like to to specific information, go listen to the last podcast on the left. They have a five part and each episode is an hour to 2 hours long. Five parts. That's like that's like watching five movies in a row. So it's like and I if you want detail down to the to the fucking granules, then you, you listen listen to to their podcast on it. If you want every single detail, because then you'll get every single detail. But the but they mention a lot of useless shit at the same time. But they, because they mention everything, they literally dissect his life. Okay, so before you dive into your opinion, yeah, <clears throat> now it's my turn. Well, you want to talk about conspiracies? Go ahead and tell me about <clears throat> about stuff. Do your thing. Uh, okay, so. Okay, the, the, the part we kind of skipped over there, yeah. the two years in uh, San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. So, while he was in San Francisco, uh, uh, hold on. I got to get ready. Uh, uh, hold on. Uh, sorry, I had to light my weed cigarette. Your weed cigarette. My stocks just went down. Okay, so why he was in San Francisco there, he, he became very powerful politically. Yeah. Uh, he actually befriended... Uh, Adolf uh, Hitler. No, no, it wasn't Adolf Hitler. It was actually the mayor of San Francisco, uh, Marconi. Uh, really? Marconi? Yeah, and actually Marconi wasn't the mayor when they became friends. Uh, McCart- M- Marconi basically won the macaroni. The, yeah, macaroni. Marconi basically won that election because of Jim Jones. Okay, he was able to. I've actually heard of this. I've actually heard of this. Yeah, uh, what Jim Jones was able to do was he was able to organize and round up all of his followers. And at that time in San Francisco, he had over 5,000 followers. Mm-hmm. That was right before he left. Yeah. In fact, at the end, by 1978, when they had all killed themselves, 
they had a total of like 7,000 followers. So whether you probably don't think that's a lot, but uh, when you have 5,000 people voting in one way of somebody, that gives them a massive boost. Especially if it's something as little as like a mayor, like a mayor election. 5,000 is probably a lot. Cause even, uh, yeah, even, especially when he would load them all up on the buses and they would travel from district to district. Yeah. And they would vote multiple times. Yeah. You'd have one member voting five times. Oh, really? Yeah. That reminds me of a certain election. Yeah. One that happened two years ago. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Marconi kind of knew Jim Jones was able to do this. Yeah. So he got sucked into the whole political thing of San Francisco. And the Democrats in San Francisco actually used Jim Jones too, for that means. And they also used him to load up buses of his followers and go have rallies, staged rallies and staged protests. Well, he was also like a leader. Whatever also, he was, the Democrats He wanted. was also a leader of the progressive community at the time in San Francisco. True. But he also did whatever they wanted him to do. Well, I'm saying... Yeah, he had he had minorities voting for for his cause. He had a voice and he had sermons and they were public sermons. And I'm sure he was telling people go out and I'm sure somebody I'm sh- I bet you in one of those sermons. He said, go out and vote for this guy. Hold on. Let me do the, the Jim Jones voice. <laughs> go out. Go out and vote for that man. You know, you don't have a reason to live no more. <laughs> well, well, for. Jim Jones's generosity with the election, Marconi appointed him to uh, the San Francisco Housing Authority Commission, which really? means uh, Jim Jones was basically one of the major landlords of San Francisco, and that that commission was so rife with corruption, money laundering, and everything. I mean, it was just a crooked because it was Democrat run too. So yeah. Um, so he did that. He also became friends with, uh, this guy, uh, Harvey Milk. Uh, Harvey Milk was another one who worked in politics there. Do you think Harvey Milk had good calcium levels? (laughs) Do you think that he drank his milk? Well, he was gay. He was one of the first, he was one of the first people at such level to come out as being openly gay. Yeah. Um. Uh, not only did he rub shoulders with them, he rubbed shoulders with, uh, Willie Brown. Willie Brown? Yeah. He was another future mayor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also... I know he rubbed shoulders with, didn't he rub shoulders with uh, Pelosi? Uh, no, not Pelosi herself. Uh, oh. he rubbed shoulders with Diane Feinstein. Mm-hmm. Feinstein, uh, they had multiple meetings, him and Feinstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also had a, several meetings with Jimmy Carter's wife. Jimmy Carter's wife, huh? And who else? Who else did he hang out with? Oh, he hung out with Jerry Brown. Jerry Brown was, uh, uh, what, what the hell was he, a governor of California? Yeah. He hung out with him. Dude, he hung out with all those oh, high-end Democrats. Yeah, because he was—he could get shit done for them. They didn't care, and at this point, 
He was already fucked up taking fucking drugs all well, the time. Well, he was time. fucked up, and there was already rumors that he was abusing people. He he had, like, bought... Yeah. At this and, point, and, he and, already... he. If you guys didn't know, let me tell you about some of the torturing techniques. Again, this is something that was kind of inconsequential to the overall story, but I will tell you that because, it, like, like I said, there was abuse, but let me go ahead and fucking uh, specify a little bit. He used to uh, belt people until they needed medical help. Uh, in fact, while he was in California, he uh, took in a pedophile and tried to reform him. And uh, he ended up raping a kid again. The pedophile did. Yeah. And then, you know, his, the guy, what they decided to do? They decided to uh, belt the guy's genitals until they were deformed. Nice. Yeah. So, um, and that was public info, kind of. Uh, I mean, they brought him to a hospital. Like, what the fuck are you going to say? My genitals fell down. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> <laughs> My genitals fell down the stairs. <laughs> that was that was the last podcast on the left joke, actually. I because I just remembered what they said. I was like, oh wait, they said that. Let me redo it. My genitals ran into the fucking doorknob three hundred times. So yeah, and he also hung out with uh, uh, Walter Mondale. He was a vice presidential candidate. And in 1977, uh, he had this big shindig, right? Yeah. Where all these all these elites, all these Democratic elites out there in San Francisco uh, had a big shindig in his honor and gave him some kind of fucking special award to make him feel good. I didn't know about that. Yeah. And uh, Willie Brown, future governor or future mayor of San Francisco. And at this point, let me, let me go ahead and mention that at this point... Um, Jim Jones was so drugged out He was always wearing sunglasses So he looked like a con man too Yeah <laughs> Yeah He looked like a piece of shit He looked like a, Like if you look at Dude, pictures of him he looked like a fucking dirtbag Yeah he did He looked like a mobster and I listen. I don't mean to be say that in like re, like oh in retrospect, like hindsight twenty twenty. No, this guy dead ass looks like he's a fucking mobster. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. He looks like he sells you fucking drugs. But then again, this is also the '70s, so you know what? Everybody kind of looked like that. So, drugs. so Willie Brown, Willie Brown said to him, or said to all these people at this huge party in his honor, he said, and I quote, uh, "Jim Jones is what you should see every day when you look in the mirror in the early morning hours. He's a combination of Martin Luther King Jr." <laughs> Angela Davis, Albert Einstein, and Chairman Mao. Wow. That's a hell of a combination. Yeah. Democrats were a big fan of this son of a bitch. Yeah, and they were also big into the socialists and communists yeah. as well. Uh-huh. Then, that sounds then, pretty familiar again. And then something else happened with someone you mentioned. Okay, so yeah, okay, we're down in the Guyana there. Mm-hmm. Okay, poof, everything goes to shit. Mm-hmm. Everyone's dead. Mm-hmm. San Francisco is like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because a lot of the people were from San Francisco that ended up fucking dead. So not only did they have to deal with that, but then they had to deal with this shit. Nine days after that, uh, yeah. Mayor Masconi and Harvey Milk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some guy walked up to him and fucking blew them both away. Wow. Yeah. And uh, and then Diane Feinstein automatically became mayor of fucking San Francisco. 
so the guy, <laughs> the 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 fella who fucking killed them. Yeah. What the fuck was his first name? His last name was White. Well, White. What the fuck? I can't remember his first name now. Well, anyway, this dude worked on the same commission as Feinstein. Yeah. And worked in the offices. Yeah. He fucking, he just walked up to him. He fucking shot both of them. And he was a Feinstein guy. He was working with her. Was he one of fucking, was he one of Jones's people? By chance. Uh, no one. I tried, trust me, because you know I'm about conspiracies. I tried to dig all I could on this guy. Yeah. I couldn't find anything weird on him. Yeah. Uh, White. He was a Vietnam vet. That makes it weirder. Because yeah, I know. Because I couldn't find nothing on him. Yeah, that makes it he, more he, weird. Listen, but here's the fucked up thing. He was a Vietnam vet, okay? Yeah. He came back from Vietnam. Uh, he, I believe he started out as a security guard at a school in Alaska. Yeah. Moved down to San Francisco. Uh, became a firefighter. Mm-hmm. Then became a police officer. Then got into politics. And he shot these two motherfuckers. (laughs) This is San Francisco for you. He shot these two motherfuckers and they deemed it wasn't premeditative and he didn't get the full Monty. Yeah. The dude only got sentenced for, I believe, six years. You know how he won? Google this. It's called the, the Twinkie defense. This is San Francisco for you. The Twinkie defense. Because he let his diet go. And he started taking a massive intake of sugary things. Mostly Twinkies. Twinkie defense, the defense is a derisive. I've never seen that word before. Holy shit. Uh, label for an improbable legal defense. It is not recognized legal. De- it is not a recognized legal defense in jurisprudence, but a catch-all term coined by reporters during the coverage of the trial. Defendant Dan White for the murders of San Francisco City Supervisor Harvey Milk and Mayor George Moscone. Um, White's defense was that he suffered diminished capacity as a result of his depression, his changed diet. From healthful food to Twinkies and other sugary <laughs> foods was said to be a symptom of depression. The fucking Twinkie defense. Contrary to common belief, San White's, Francisco White's attorneys did not argue that the Twinkies were the cause of White's action, but the con- their consumption was symptomatic of underlying depression. White was convicted of voluntary manslaughter, and uh, there's a picture of a t- of Twinkies. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he actually, he got out. He, he, I don't even, so he literally just killed two people and then got only manslaughter. Yeah. Cause he ate some Twinkies. Yeah. And, and then once he got out, he only lasted two years and he fucking killed himself. Well, I know what I'm doing. I just have to kill people and say it's cause of my diabetes. Yeah. My blood sugar was high. Come on. Okay. I got to ask though, how'd he kill himself? A bunch of shots to the chest? Uh, (laughs) a car. Shot himself? A car. Uh, he took a garden hose. Uh, Okay. Ran the pipe into the car. Okay. That's it, pretty common. Yeah. Yeah. So, I uh, believe it. So that's that. Uh, uh, some things about, uh, his Jim Jones's, uh, chief aide, he was called, mm-hmm. uh, George Blakey. Yeah. 
uh, George Blakey was the one who purchased all the land down in Guyana. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, and he survived. Yeah. Uh, and after he survived, a- after he fled Guyana, he went to Trinidad and he withdrew $5 million from a bank account. Yeah. Uh, then years later it came out. Yeah. George Blakey was, uh, he was CIA. Yeah. I actually know that. I knew that um, he was CIA. And then we have, uh, let's see. So you say he was hired to d- maybe he egged it on. You mean? Is that why yeah. he w- is that what, why what he I'm, withdrew what, five million? What I'm getting to is George Jones was a fucked up individual. Yeah. But I'm I'm at the notion that he was tapped. Yeah. By the CIA and he was part of MK Ultra. I know I sound like a conspiracy. Well, no, because fiend because right it, now, it, well, the reason I believe that is because his fucking methods were very yeah, MK Ultra. They, they were they were a hundred percent MK Ultra. Yeah. Uh, the university Jim Jones went to, uh, Indiana University, that is on the list of universities for MK Ultra. Yeah. Um. And then you have. Uh, okay, so. Uh, when uh, when uh, Ryan went down there, yeah. Okay. Uh, he went he went to Jonestown with a fella from the U.S. Embassy, Richard Dwyer. Mm-hmm. I know, I know that. Okay. Okay, Richard Dwyer. Uh, yeah, he was CIA too. Huh. He was a CIA field officer of that area. Yeah. Uh, there was a huge CIA presence. In Guyana. Yes. There was a huge CIA presence in Guyana. Well, it was a new country. Yeah. Newer. Yeah. So the, yeah. there was a big present, presence there. And uh, for years, Richard Dwyer, uh, he didn't admit that he was CIA, but then later on it came out he was, in fact, CIA. Yeah. Um, and once everyone got shot up on the plane, uh, Dwyer disappeared for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that Jim Jones, uh, on the tape there. Was there a reason for Leo Ryan to die? Uh, Leo Ryan actually co-authored, uh, an act with another guy with the last name of Hughes, Hughes. Mm-hmm. And this all came out of, um, the, uh, we talked about it in, uh, Operation Mockingbird episode. Yeah. Um, the church, the church committee, mm-hmm. mm, yeah. uh, because that scared the shit everyone. So Hughes, it was called the Hughes-Ryan Act, which, and this act required the CIA to report all covert operations to Congressional Oversight Committee. That didn't happen because he died. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, okay, yeah, Dwyer, Dwyer disappeared on the, on the video, or the audio, rather. Yeah. No shit. It's on there. You can find it. If you listen to the whole audio, you got to listen to all of it. I tried finding the clip on YouTube. It's you can't find just the clip. It's in with other documentaries and shit. But you can clearly hear Jim Jones say, get the wire out of here. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. He said he said. (laughs) And this this is last podcast actually talked about. Yeah, this is right. And they actually brought up how he was a CIA. Yeah. 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 They said, get the wire out of here. Uh, Get him down to the East House. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. What the fuck ever. So to me, that says he was there. Uh, Not only that, the hospital, the hospital that Jim Jones worked at Mm -hmm. also MK Ultra related. 
Uh, you mean in his early years? Yeah. Like when he met Marceline? Yes. Hmm. And this goes back to not only that, not only was his school MK related, the hospital was MK related. His father was a clansman. Well, he worked. He worked at. He worked at the hospital while he was going to college. Yeah, and, and that's that's a big fucking if like a big what if to me. And and his father was a clansman, okay. And he was already on the FBI watch list for being a communist. Yeah, these are perfect examples of people that were tapped for the MK Ultra program. Mm-hmm. Uh. Dude, and, and what he did, his program that he ran was MK Ultra 100%. He yeah. knew the procedure. Well, his, his, his tortures were very MK Ultra. Um, in fact, it, it go, with how fucking uh, brainwashed some of his members were, it, 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 because like I said, there were at least the other half of the members who had voluntarily killed themselves. And that, that's pretty fucking big. Now again, they were weak-minded people to be fair, but that also has to do with MK Ultra. MK Ultra, they usually take people who are vulnerable and then brainwash them. You don't usually hear about like especially if you talk about the official MK Ultra fucking shit. Like if you look towards like who they used as experiments, who do you think they used as experiments? They used like hookers and uh, young children and shit like that. People who were emotionally vulnerable. And uh, that's who Jim Jones fucking targeted. Yeah. He targeted vulnerable people. That was his. That was his target audience. That's why he gained so much fame. And whether you want to admit it or not, seven thousand is not a lot. So that and, and most of those people were old or vulnerable. Okay, and uh, one more thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of discrepancies of when the Guiana army went in versus days later. When the American army came in, mm-hmm. uh, when the, the Guiana, Guiana army first went in, they reported 408 bodies. Yeah. They said 500 people, man, 500 people managed to flee into the woods. When the U.S. military arrived several days later, yeah. the U.S. military found an additional 500 bodies. Yeah. How do you fuck that up? Uh, they, the U S military said the Guianas just don't know how to count. That was their direct <laughs> statement. That's fucked up. They just don't know how to count. They don't and know how to count. There's so by 500. I don't the, the, yeah, they stopped at 500. I, like. I, I understand the Guianas don't know how to count, but the chief medical exam examiner in Guiana, Dr. Leslie Moto, uh, his opinion, more than 700 bodies he examined were murdered. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them had either gunshots or they had um, needle marks in the center of their shoulder blades. So you're saying that that the official testimony that around 400 of them had been forced to drink or been shot or had been injected. That's in fact it was seven hundred. Is bullshit. My opinion: it was an NK Ultra program. Uh, no one expected the senator to go down there, do what he did, and they had to get rid of him. They had to get rid of it all. Uh, if you really look into, uh, if you really look into uh, Jonestown itself, uh, yeah, they didn't have much. Yeah. As far as food, 
shit like that. But their medical facility yeah. was state of the art. It was top notch. Yeah. It was up to date. And these people were getting examined every day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You don't need to get examined every day unless someone's keeping a record of what's happening Exper- to and you. And experimenting on you. An experiment. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just me. This is just my take. I believe it was all. I believe it was all part of a fucking MK Ultra program. And uh, whatever. That's just what I think. Well, about to it. me, it almost. What I found funny about them in Guyana is that it was almost like a concentration camp of sorts. And that's why I think it was kind of MK Ultra PSYOP, something like that. Or if anything, he at least knew how to do that stuff. Because he would have the Operation White Knight. Or not Operation. Uh, code White Knight. Where he would where he would get fucking crazy and then turn on these fucking sirens, make everybody wake up and then make everybody go fucking crazy, and then he'd be like, "Okay, time to go to bed." Imagine being woken up and then being told, "Nah, never mind. It was false alarm. Go to bed." And, uh, and then he would, you know, what else he would do? He would make he would sit down and make everybody else around him stand up yeah. for hours at end. Sometimes people would shit and piss themselves. Yeah. He would embarrass them. And then he, yeah. he he would convince them that doing that was yeah. a reward. Yeah, and that's part of MK Ultra training is believing that your punishment is fucking reward. He they used to think that they were blessed to fucking stand up and stand because they thought it was part of their socialist fucking code. And listen, and this is what brings me into this whole thing about how this has to do with modern day shit. It's because that's almost like it's almost like fucking celebrities now, with how fucking nuts they are about socialism. Yeah. It's like in how how much they enjoy the self hate. That's it's somewhat similar. It's like it's like a reward to them to hate themselves and yeah. hate their heritage. It's like it almost seems like that's what's being, f- and they want other people to believe that. Yeah. And that's kind of what that's kind of what Jonestown was. Yeah, it was hate hate capitalism, love socialism, hate white people, love minorities. Yeah. Well, and I'm not saying that and, minorities and, are bad, but I'm saying like that's it, it was almost the same exact message that's going on today, which which ha- which is why I have my own personal not conspiracy theories, but like dude, what's going on with modern day society? It almost seems like every politician yeah. is a fucking Jim Jones now. And uh with with his death Yeah. With his death, the story has changed multiple times. The initial story was that he committed suicide, self-inflicted gunshot, uh, gunshot uh, wound to the back of the temple. Well, from what I understood is that he had someone kill him. Yeah, because the gun that killed him was found 20 feet away from him. Yeah. Uh, some people think that uh, uh, Richard Dwyer went back there and made sure he was, he was dead. part of he was part of the and he made crew, sure he was dead and he made sure he was dead. Like like Jim Jones uh, killed all those people and then was still alive and then yeah. and then Dwyer finished him yeah 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 I I I think it I I think it and another thing too and and you can find it online I'm not gonna lie I didn't read any of it I I kept skipping over things about it I don't know why I didn't read it but in 1988 uh, the Soviet Union released their own report on the Jonestown massacre. So the Soviets were keeping tabs on it too. Yeah, and I I don't know. That's just I I know I know Jim Jones himself. Like he was in touch with Russians because they had talked about yeah. going to Russia. Yeah, and shit. That was part um, of their plan at one point. Was yeah, to, they, that they wanted to go to Russia. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and it's funny because Jim Jones uh, on that on that audio there. He mentions multiple times how the 
the CIA is going to send choppers in and they're going to come down from choppers and they're going to they're going to slaughter us and they're going to hack up your babies and yeah. this and that shit. Uh, I don't know. I just I, I think there's a lot more to the story. I need to stand up. And the way I am, I just like to blame the government for everything. So fuck them. I think <laughs> it was CIA. I think it was MK Ultra. And that's what I fucking think. Well, what I think is, uh, <laughs> here's my thing, is that I don't have really that many conspiracy theories about it. And in fact, you brought up a good point, uh, how it could have been an MKUltra kind of thing. Very possible. My thing is, is that when, me, when I was listening to this, I drew a lot of parallels. I draw a, little par- a lot of parallels to modern day politics. And, and it almost seems identical. And to the point where it's almost scary. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I hate to call the left a cult because it's not. I know not every everybody on the left is like this. I know that there's some sensible people out there, but there. But I'm talking about the crazies. I'm talking about the people yeah. who would who would vehemently stand up for their suits for their for their people who quote unquote represent them yet don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like their politicians are their Jim Jones. Uh, it's like uh, Pelosi, for example, or. Uh, Who's the who's uh, well, is it who's the who's the who's the um the black one uh the one that he called low like uh Maxine, Wa- Maxine. Maxine Maxine Waters yeah. yeah the thing about Maxine Waters it, it, it's it's similar it's like all it does all it does is think about it think about it on on this level Jim Jones needed enemies right he needed enemies he needed enemies for his cult to be successful. Oh, yeah. And he constantly made enemies. Dude, what do you think the left does with Trump and Republicans, Kavanaugh, all these people? They constantly make enemies out of them. They don't even want to even consider them being an ally. No matter. And think about it. Trump can do something completely great. But even if it was good, liberals won't like it because they need an enemy. And it's and it's like their fucking politicians, their politician of choice is their Jim Jones and that they're they're never wrong. They're never wrong, and I'll follow whatever they say. If they say tomorrow I'm going to piss my diaper, I'm going to do it. And well, that's like, that's like I said. Uh, what I said to you last night at work when when I tweeted, um, what the fuck did I I I tweet? Uh, it was something about uh, oh, I tweeted uh, something to Feinstein about Jim Jones or something. Yeah. And and dude, boom, right away someone tweeted back that's uh what the fuck? What did I tell you to what, tweet? Was your account or No, it was on it was on the podcast account. Yeah, somebody replied uh, and they said uh, something cool. Yeah, they said something really cool. It was like uh oh the platform of today's Democratic Party is that of Jim Jones. Yeah, that's what he said. That's right. That's that's what he said. And, and I, I, I fucking honestly believe that. It's kinda similar, yeah. And and in belief too. But I'm saying, like, look at the look at your leaders. What do they do? What do the left leaders do right now? The crazy left. Chuck Schumer's, Nancy Pelosi's, uh, Maxine Waters, people like that. What do they do? They raise their own paychecks. All they do is bitch and complain about Trump. And all they and all they do is fucking promote white guilt. All they do is, is is try and bring down the country. And they and they're trying to move it in a socialist quote quote unquote quote unquote. Um, humanitarian way. You you want to see something fucked up? And that's well, who does that sound like? Sounds like fucking Jim Jones. You want to see something fucked up? Google how much fucking Diane Feinstein. Google what her net worth is. Motherfucker. 
You're fucking kidding me. Well, here's the fucking point. I, I, I almost shit my fucking pants here, when I here, see it. Here's him. the fucking point. And you know what else is also very similar between Jim Jones and these leaders? It's not like they're humanitarians and then they stick to that narrative. No. They do shitty things all the time. Yeah. They fill their own pockets. What the fuck did Jim Jones do? He filled his own pockets. Yeah. He did evil shit. What do you they, think these people... That's, that's what it is. They, 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 they say it's... Jim Jones knew the game. They, they he s- already knew yeah. the game. They say it's for humanity. They say it's for charity. But they only give fucking 10% and they pocket the rest. She is... Look at Haiti. Sec- she's the second wealthiest serving senator. Worth You're fucking kidding me. 94 million. 94? See? Look at that. 94 million. That 82-year-old fucking C-hag twat bag fucking cunt is worth... 94 million fucking dollars. All you motherfuckers that voted for her. That's what you did. But you hate the proletariat. You got nothing from her. And you hate the... You got nothing from her. You made her a fucking 94 million dollar fucking heir. And you know what else that you did? You also support the, the, the bourgeois. The bourgeois that you hate so much. The rich people. The people who rule over... The quote unquote rule over you. The evil capitalist. She's one of them. Yeah. What the fuck, man? Senator Mark Warner of... Virginia is the richest, and he's worth uh, two hundred and forty-three million. Wow! He's and and you know what? He's from fucking Virginia. You know that's all fucking money he took for fucking bribes, because Virginia's shit. Sorry if anyone in Virginia's listening, <laughs> but there ain't shit in fucking Virginia, dude. Basically, the point I'm trying to make is, is that Jim Jones, we have a very close relationship with Jim Jones as opposed to senators. Senators, we really don't know too, too much about their past a lot of the time unless they're big, big targets like, you know, like Clintons and stuff yeah. and Obamas. People, people who, who have we have a reason to know their 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 past life. Right. And it's like you can Wikipedia them, but you only get the vague information. Yeah. Jim Jones, we know everything about him. Yeah. Now, look at what he did and everything he did to make personal gain. Do you think that these senators didn't do the same thing? Jim yeah. Jones knew the game. He knew yeah. the game, and he rubbed shoulders with these people, and they've been around since he's been around, right? And, and, I, and I said it to you last night, and you fucking laughed like I said something really savage. I said, if Jim Jones was alive today, he'd be a fucking career senator. He'd be a career politician. Fucking A, right. He'd be a, he'd yeah. be he'd probably be a Democratic leader. He'd probably be saying fuck Trump yeah. right now. And it's like he'd be one of those fucking nutcases. Yeah. And, and that, that's the thing. It's like I'm not saying that these people are out there gonna fucking kill 900 people, but they're they're cut from the same cloth. Yeah. They're the they're the people that that are. They need to are, drink are, the are, fucking are, juice. Oh my god. <laughs> drink the fucking they, juice, Feinstein. These are the people who are fundamentally evil. They don't care about your human rights. They don't care about your beliefs. They just care about what's gonna make you happy, and they're just gonna say it. And right now, yeah. it's really easy for them because you because yeah. you're so bent up on hating Trump. All they have to do is say fuck yeah. Trump, and then they can go and fucking yeah. sacrifice a baby, and they don't. Yeah. Care. The, uh, so because. The one guy, because as long as you say fuck Trump, they'll fucking vote for you next the, year. The one guy I listened to uh, about Jim Jones, uh, he said uh, one of his most appealing qualities to these people were if if you came in, you were so happy because Jim Jones could make you whatever you wanted to be. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He could he could assign you to a role. And and he'll just make you whatever you want to be, so you're fucking happy. And that's what these fucking politicians try to seed into your head. Dude, you wanna you wanna talk about you see who who's there to fuck people over and make money, and who's there to maybe actually do the job? She's worth where the fuck she said she was, dude. Ninety four million. Yeah. The poorest senator in in the country is Christopher S. Murphy. He's a Democrat from Connecticut. 
He's worth seven thousand five hundred dollars. <laughs> I think I'm worth. You're more fucking than that. kidding me. Because I'm pretty sure I'm worth more than because that. Because he has between thirty to a hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt to still pay off. Oh my god. That's what all senators should be like. Yeah, but but you know what? He'll fucking someone will come to him, someone from some fucking corporation, and say, "I need this done." And then all I need sudden, you to go on. I need you to go on national TV. I yeah. need you to say this, this, yeah. and this. Yep. And then all of a sudden, you're going to be worth tell, millions. Yep. Tell them my dick tastes fucking good, and everyone should try it. That uh. Whatever, man. That Jeff Flake that's been in it. Yeah, I don't like that son of a bitch. I don't really know anything. How much about was? Him. How much is he worth before he gets money? Real quick. He right now he's only worth thirty two thousand dollars because. Let's pay attention to that. Because. Yeah. He, his, his wealth is brought down by two large mortgage liabilities, which together total at least $750,000. Okay, okay. And that was Jeff Flake? That yeah. was the guy, that was the no, guy who I'm, just... Look it. I'm writing this in my notes. Okay. Okay. Jeff Flake. 32000 and, and I date all my notes. 32000 So he's worth 32000 Yeah. And he's got... Large mortgage liabilities, which total. Okay, what we're gonna do? Check back in a couple months. Is we're gonna we're gonna check him in January. Okay. We'll check him in January. See, Jeff Flake ain't running for re-election. No. He's done after this. Yeah. So, and we'll see. We'll see what happens to his fucking net worth. His fucking net worth come January, because he's the guy who put the brakes on. The, the Kavanaugh thing. He wants the FBI investigation. Yeah. He said, if, you, we, if we don't get the Kavanaugh investigation, I'm voting yeah. no. All right. So, we're going to keep tabs on this motherfucker. We're going to see what happens to his net worth yeah. over the next couple fucking months. The funniest Jeff part Flake is... Jeff Flake now worth $32 million. There's, there's an article here, <laughs> article here from back in 2016 where Bernie Sanders was saying he was the poorest member of the U.S. Senate. At that point, he was worth $160,000. Not that much. Not that much wow. for a senator. Not that much for a senator. That's pretty low still. That's yeah, still pretty low for a senator. The, but that's compared to the other fucking people. But how much is he worth now is my question. That's, that's, a, good, uh, that's Clinton, a good one. Clinton paid him good. He's, well, that, he's that's, worth. What, that's the thing. I want you to look at that his net worth now because it's only been two years. It's only been two years. Yeah. If he's still living his Mr. Socialist life, he should still be poor, right? Yeah. Bet you he's worth millions now. Guarantee you. Guarantee you. Come on, motherfucker. Two million. Fucking two million! <laughs> fucking two million! Dude, if you think that there isn't a conspiracy, if you, don't oh think that my there, God. if you don't think that there's a fucking elite, if you don't think that there's a deep state paying these people, you're a fucking fool. Fucking, you're a fool. Fucking Birdie's like, thank you, Hillary. That was the best <laughs> loss well, I ever had. Hey, uh, well, we'll push you. I know you only got 160000 in net worth. Dude. Listen, we'll, we'll push you. We'll dude, push, listen, we'll, it's, we'll push it, you two million. It's like a do? fucking boxing match. He's still fucking made out. And that's <laughs> holy that's, shit. That's a Wall Street Journal article from August of this year. Oh my god, what a phony fuck! Holy shit, I'm fucking man. dude. That just goes to show, dude. Bernie Sanders is is is, is my <laughs> fucking cuck. He he actually reminds me a lot of Jim Jones actually. <laughs> He, he's he's a pretty big Jim Jones guy. <laughs> These fucking motherfuckers, dude. Oh, but the, the point is, is that Jim Jones 
what would have been a career politician to this day. And oh, that's, yeah. And that's why I really like doing this topic. I'm sorry that I was so vague through all this. Yeah. But this is the part that I really wanted to get to. Yeah, this, see, is, this, is, this is the part that I wanted to talk yeah. about. See, this is a good part. And I hope everyone fucking stayed yeah, fucking... Please fucking come. If you, if you don't want to listen to the rest of it, fine. Just skip to this part. Cause, cause <laughs> well, they can't hear that. <laughs> I'll just edit it in later. <laughs> skip to this point if you want to hear me rant. But for real, if you make it this far, this is the part that I want to get to. Jim Jones was a politician. He was a politician. He wasn't a religious leader. He wasn't a cult leader. He was a fucking politician. And he was lined in everybody's pockets, just like how it is today. Yep. And, and, and when, when I was listening to this, and I was ranting about this last night when we were working, I said, when I was listening to this, I was getting angry. Because not, not only was I gaining information about this guy, I was thinking, this guy, I might as well be listening to a modern-day Democratic yeah. senator, a story yeah. about a modern-day Democratic senator, because it's almost the same exact thing, minus the religion. That's about it. If you took away the religion from Jim Jones's story, it would sound like a politician rising up through the ranks Dude, like that, a piece that's of shit. Like, that's like when I was reading when I was reading about the whole he was bussing his his people around. That reminds me different districts. Yeah, that reminds me twenty sixteen elections. Well not only that, it reminds me of that fucking dude down in Alabama. Uh remember the uh he was running for senator, a Republican down there, and then they were interviewing Democrats on TV. Yeah. And they even said, yeah, we were busting, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, what the fuck, man? And then, and then with him <coughs> busting people around to protest and shit. Yeah. Dude, it made me think of all the fucking, when fucking Trump's inauguration and they were down there in D.C., all the buses, they were busting all the protesters in, yeah. dude. It's just, like, you're fucking kidding me. Just out of curiosity, I had to look up uh, the, you know, the killer queen. Uh-huh. Hitler. <laughs> no, uh, I mean Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Dude, H- Hillary Clinton. Her and Bill have made $240 yeah. million since leaving the White House. It's crazy. It's crazy. Did, did you see what they had the year after they left the White House? Nothing. Does it show? Yeah, they had they were, shit. It says uh, uh, they were $12 million in debt at the yeah. end of her presidential... Uh, his presidential, yeah, his president, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she made up twelve million and made another. Well, you had the Clinton Foundation. You had the Russians paying Bill five hundred thousand for a fucking speech. For Christ's sakes, here, and then this is what it all leads me to, and this is the big part here. James is standing up. This shit's about to get well, real. Well, no, my ass hurts. Oh, I was sitting down for too long. Okay. Okay. Fucking, this is just modern day politics all over again, man. Back then, yeah. I, I just see parallels. History is repeating itself. Yeah. And we let it happen all the time. And Trump's our fucking Reagan, bro. He's our Reagan. Didn't we vote Reagan in the 80s, right? He's yeah. in the 80s, correct? Yeah, I didn't like Reagan, though. Well, no, I don't like Reagan either. But Trump, <laughs> but think about it. 70s, 60s and 70s was, was liberal time, baby. Yeah. Liberal time. With progressivism, yeah. all this, yeah. all that. Reagan. Then Reagan comes out of nowhere. What the fuck? It's going to be the same. It's, it's the same exact fucking thing. Yeah, I see what you it, mean. This is, it, it, it's all it's coming the backlash from... Yeah. from yeah. And it's like... Or, or as that dude on uh, CNN calls it, a white lash. And, 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 and now all you got... Now all you got is fucking people preaching for socialism. Which, by the way, I'm surprised that... The, I'm surprised that Jim Jones got to kill his fucking people first. I'm surprised he didn't fucking starve first. So, tell me how fucking... Obama's worth forty million, whatever. Okay. Yeah. Fuck. Then fucking Michelle, 
Her net work is reported to skyrocket in November when her book comes out because it's a $65 million book deal. She'll be fucking worth more than he is. I don't know. Write a book. (laughs) What the fuck? All I know... Who else can I look up? Who else you want to know how fucking rich they are and how much rich we fucking are? Me. Okay, I'll look you up. I don't think I'm going to find you. I have $200 in my bank account. (laughs) Oh, wait. Your name's actually James. Hold on. I can almost guarantee you I don't have a Wikipedia page. But, uh, yeah, just listen to this whole Jim Jones thing. It made me really angry because I just see so many parallels. I see it's the same exact thing. And they were put and and the reason why it made me so angry is because just like in the 60s and the 70s, the politicians and the people who wanted to get ahead in life by being scum, they use the LGBT, they use the minorities, they use the progressive white people. They used you guys as tools back then. For political gain. And that's why they're in office now. That's why they're senators now. Because that's what they... They used you. They used you as a tool back then. And we know that for a fact because history showed itself. And and Jim Jones showed that as well. I I looked you up and for whatever reason the first person that gave me was James Wood's net worth. Whatever. (laughs) I guess I'm James Wood. (laughs) (laughs) Banned on Twitter. You're not on Twitter Twitter. anymore. Can't even tweet at me. But... uh. Fucking just just to put it in perspective is that just looking at how Jim Jones operated, and in the in the the shoulders he rubbed with, that's how they operated. And these people are in office today. These people are in fucking political office today, and and it's like, do you think that these people aren't using you again? Do you really think that these people aren't fucking using you right now? Because look at it. Look at it. These people, their jobs are on the line with Trump and all these other Republicans that are starting to ride on that fucking train. Their jobs are on the line. Their paychecks are on the line. Their careers are on the line. Okay? So what do you think they're using you for when they say, oh, you know, I'm not, like, when they've been quiet all these years, but all, all of a sudden the threats come along, oh, we're, we're friends with the blacks, the LGBT, these guys, these guys, this is this. It's like now they're friends with you guys. There was a- they're using you. And it's the same thing in the 70s. It's what Jim Jones did. It's a fucking... You're being used. And I'm not saying that liberal, all liberals are bad, but I'm saying don't trust your fucking politicians because they're all just Jim Jones nowadays. They might as well just be Jim Jones in different fucking clothes and cross-dressing and shit because that's what they fucking are right now. There was a there was an HR Haldeman. He was a Amer- Whoops. He was an American pol- political He was an American Political aide and businessman, best known for his service as White House Chief of Staff to that was Nixon, me to Nixon. That was me. <laughs> That's the only. The only <clears throat> that was me. Okay. So yeah, I'm sorry. Rant's done. I I I I I got angry, but I'm not angry anymore. It's okay. <laughs> I'm good now. So. Yeah, I'm sorry. I was so vague earlier. I really just wanted to get to the meat of it. Of me fucking being angry and like i just want people to fucking the meat of me being angry i just want people to look at this and and learn a lesson learn a lesson from jim jones and look at the people who he was involved with who are still in politics today still in politics they they used his way of doing politics and they still do 
Oh, yeah. And they still... And, and, and you guys need to fucking realize it. So, some of you guys on the left. Uh, I, I know... I get, again, I know not all people on the left are bad. But the thing is, is that there are some people out there who would live and fucking die by some of their fucking... By some of their fucking politicians. What the fuck was that? that I don't know. I didn't spit something. I, like, there was like a hair on my mouth. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> there are some people who would live and die by their politicians. By people in suits who are worth many more, more than you. These people would fucking probably push you off a cliff if somebody could give them 20 bucks for it. If somebody waved 20 bucks in front of their face and they said, kick that fucking kid guy off the, off the fucking cliff, they'd fucking do it. Because that's what their fucking lives entail. It being fucking endorsed by people. Selling their fucking soul. But you guys fucking trust them. You guys think that they're the good guys. I'm sorry. I'm, it makes me angry. No. Well, enjoy when you get to this point. <laughs> we, I gotta take pictures, bro. I gotta take pictures. But it, it's whatever. I'm, I, I'm done with the rant on it. I'm just saying that if you listen to the Jim Jones story and you take in perspective modern day politics, you, you see this weird parallel that almost makes you be like, am I not just listening to something that happened like a couple months ago or something? <laughs> I'm surprised there hasn't been a fucking cult yet, a new cult. There is, we just haven't heard about it yet. Yeah, we'll hear about it when fucking 900 people die soon. Fucking Clinton, Clinton's town. <laughs> Clinton town. We love, we love the Clintons. We think that they were good people. Now drink the flavor aid. Whatever. Let's talk. Let's end this shit. <laughs> Asshole hurts so fucking bad right now. You gotta stop taking that dick, man. Fuck. ASMR. <laughs> All right, guys. Our Twitter for the podcast is <laughs> what? We're calling it. Yeah. Is there, okay. Cool. Did you did you do you have anything else? No, no, no. I'm uh, good. It's all MK Ultra. Yeah, I can see how you came to that conclusion. <laughs> I honestly, I can I can see how you came uh, to that conclusion. It makes a little bit of sense. I get it. Hey, I can see it. It makes that's sense. Cool. I'm just saying. All right, let's do it. It's bullshit. It was all bullshit. Let's whatever, do our whatever, shit. whatever you said was fucking stupid. You got to start with this. Oh, do you, do you want me to do that first? Oh, okay. No, do that last. Yeah. Okay. Uh, our Twitter. Uh, Okay, Twitter. Our Twitter for the podcast is at Drinking a Theory. No spaces, no fucking capitals. It's just at Drinking a Theory all together there. Most importantly, no underscores. No underscores. Please, for the love of God, don't put underscores or else you will not find our Twitter. <laughs> There's my Twitter. It's at Jimmy Bones, my guy. No spaces. Um, Jimmy Bones, my guy. It's exactly how you think it's spelled. Uh, <laughs> nothing complicated there, I promise. Uh, our Instagram... <laughs> Is <laughs> it's always funny. It gets funnier each week to do this. <laughs> Drink underscore and underscore and underscore. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Drink on. Okay, our Instagram is Drink underscore and underscore and a fucking goddamn. Drink underscore and underscore a underscore theory underscore podcast. We need to change that. It needs to be changed. I want it to be Drink dash and dash a dash theory dash podcast. Underscore's too long. 
Uh, I don't know what you guys listen to us on, but we're on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitcher. Uh, you can listen to us on any one of those three. So depending on what we, iTunes or fucking if you have an iPhone or if you have an Android, whatever. If yeah, you just if like you listen to us on iTunes, could you like start rating us or something? Yeah, the more ratings we get, the more because we don't have our reviews on yet because we don't have enough ratings. So if you're yeah. listening, please give us Dude, d- fucking d- d- rate us somewhere. No, well, don't even don't even just like you don't even have to Shit. write a, don't even write a real review. Like, I ain't asking for a fucking like if, hand if, job it, here. If, if you just like, want some stars. If, like if, if you think we suck, give us one star. Okay, maybe. fine, yeah, fuck it. But, it, but <laughs> if, I was gonna say if you like the podcast, go ahead and fucking just. Dude, just I just want to be. Able yeah, to don't look even at, give it. Don't even give like a like a complicated review. Just put like five stars. It's good. I just <laughs> want to be able to look at iTunes and be able to see something because right now, yeah. hey, dude, nothing. you know how happy I was when we got that fucking message on Twitter, and that person was like. Ah, uh, I look forward to listening to you guys yeah. every week. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking awesome, dude. It is. Yeah. Yeah, should we shout that, that person was, out? I, whatever, do it. Okay. That was fucking awesome. But yeah, I just want to see some ratings. I, it, it, hell, if we suck, fucking tell us, I guess. But I It doesn't to... matter because I'm still going to fucking do it. Okay. Yeah, that, that too. Okay. <laughs> at Pastel Pink Kiwi. Uh, that's exactly how you think it's fucking spelled. Just saying. <laughs> like, no, like, nothing complicated. It's pastel, P-A-S-T-E-L, pink, P-I-N-K, if you can't spell. And kiwi, if you can't spell, it's K-I-Y. Why? <laughs> K-I-W-I. What the fuck? You haven't even finished your drink yet. You cannot fucking talk. It's funny, because I'm not even fucking drunk. I'm just fucking, I'm just, like, like fucking frazzled. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, they asked us to do Jonestown, and I was I was kind of gearing up to do a fucking cult anyway. Uh, I probably should have focused more on the info. Maybe I'll revisit Jonestown at some point, and I'll give uh, I'll just do like a like an in depth episode of it. Just or, like Trump Space Force. Jesus Christ! Like like I said, there's with him there's there's so much to cram in. Well, it's I and, I and I, I, I either have to choose to make one episode yeah. about pure info. Or yeah. one episode where I get to talk about my opinion. Yeah. I really wanted to talk about my opinion. And yeah. I, I know it doesn't matter to some people, I, but I really just wanted to talk about how, what, how, how I think that there's a parallel in, in politics nowadays. And, uh, a parallel? Par- I said parallel. I, I, I thought I heard parallel. No, I said parallel. Oh. Parallel. Parallel. Whatever. Don't make me think too hard about <laughs> it. But, um, uh, yeah, they had asked us to do this topic and, uh, I basically had to decide, do I want to make it really information fucking based and then I'm not going to be funny or I'm yeah, not going to... I feel ha- kind of fucked up right now. I don't know how much I drank. I don't know either. You only had like three shots. What? You, you didn't put any in with a Coke, did you? I don't remember. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Three shots is, is enough for... It's fucking like... Dude, it's 47% alcohol. Three shots is enough to get you a little bit buzzed. Okay. So, I think you only had three. Maybe it was four. Jesus Christ, you're drinking more than I am. I drank uh, more than that. Whatever. Um, <laughs> fucking... They, Happy Lucky Boner Juice! They had asked us to do Jonestown, and I had to choose if I wanted to be information-based or do, like, a rant at the end where I think it's just funny how politics looks a lot like it did back then, too. Like, it almost looks identical. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, like, identical. It, it's the same fucking topics and the same issues. Yeah. And it's all just a play. We're all being played by the higher ups. That's just the point. That's yeah. just what I wanted to get at. That's that's the TLDR for this. Dude, what the fuck is TLDR? Too long didn't read. Oh man. 
it's it, it, it's and it, like that's basically it. We're we're all getting played by the fucking higher ups. Don't trust anybody. Don't trust anybody unless you know that they're like. First step to knowing that they're probably good for you is that the government and it, the, the the current people who run the government don't like them. That's how you know probably step in the right fucking direction. Yeah. Because if they don't like him, it's not because they don't like him because he's a bad guy. Because they're bad people. Yeah. They don't like him because they don't because they they threaten their fucking way of life. Yeah, and considering how we're shadow banned, all of our accounts are shadow yeah, banned. Yeah, what the fuck? You should yeah. really my account's like, not shadow banned. My account's not shadow banned. You should really like the shit out of us. <laughs> but Mine um, fucking is. You know, uh, uh, pastel pink kiwi. Maybe we'll do another episode some point where where I actually cover like straight up everything about Jonestown. Like, the actual info. But I, I really wanted to get through the gist of it. Say, like, you know, basically what had happened, more or less. And then talk about why it's, why, it's, yeah, why, why it's so fucking relevant right now. And it's just... I, I don't know. Yeah, and if you got any other topics you want us to talk about. Yeah, if, you got, if any of you guys listening want a topic done... Uh, I don't. I can't guarantee we'll do it right away. Yeah, it's ten bucks a topic now. Oh wow, no, fucking <laughs> no. no. You guys make me sound like a fucking asshole. Drink, drinkintheory.com. Anyway, seriously, <laughs> if you want us to do a topic, go ahead and fucking uh, shoot us a comment or something. And uh, I can't guarantee that we'll get to it right away, but we will definitely fucking put it on the list of things to do uh, if we have if we haven't already done it. So yeah, or if like. Like you, like for example, if you're displeased with this episode, tell me in the comments. Tell yeah. me, tell me, hey, I wanted to learn more yeah. about Jonestown. I'll be like, fuck it. The next time I do an episode, I'll do a better yeah. Jonestown episode. I, I want to know. I'll, I'll do Jonestown part two. The info. <laughs> I, I want to know what people think that last night was the first time James ever listened to the Melvins. Hmm. I hate the fucking Melvins. I like the song I listened to. I fucking. It's pretty hate good. Them. It was Revolve. It's pretty good. Because yeah, it started because he was like. Uh, what grunge band would Hitler listen to? <laughs> Dude, it took me forever. I had to think Yeah, he, he didn't say anything for like 15 minutes, and I yeah. thought he was just done with the conversation. Yeah. Like he said, I, it's like, okay, let me talk about our relationship. Me and James, we're, me and Jake's fucking relationship here as friends. We fuck, uh, I just wanted to make sure that was friends, and you guys don't get the wrong <laughs> idea because I'm not gay. Uh, no, you guys totally don't. But uh, fucking... Uh, Usually, how it goes ninety percent of the time is I say something stupid. He looks at me like I'm retarded, and then he, <laughs> <laughs> he says, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" And then I say, uh, "I don't know. I thought it was funny that I said something stupid." And then and then we and then I and then you repeat the cycle, and we do that for eight and a half hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> and uh, but uh, he, yeah, I had I had said, what, "What if if Hitler listened to a grunge band? What band would he listen to?" And then, and then you kind of went off. We were in. Wa- we I were, was in deep thought. Yeah, you, you went off, and and I thought you just ignored me. Like I said something stupid, and then some. Fifteen minutes later, you're like, "Okay, I have the band." And then, and then, and then, and then, and then one of our coworkers was like, "Wow, that was really delayed." And you, and you got like almost angry. You were like, "Cause I was really thinking about it, man. I was really thinking about it." And. It, <laughs> And, 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 and I was like, okay, go ahead. Tell me the band. And then you're like, the Melvins. And I was like, okay. I looked up the Melvins. I listened to a song. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. I like it. <laughs> Aren't they uh, the ones that kind of look like trolls? Well, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. The lead singer is really fucking ugly. You just want to pick him up and shake him and make yeah, his the, fucking the, hair go? Yeah. The lead singer looks really <laughs> ugly. 
he he has like a really gross afro going on, <laughs> and he's like short and fucking fat. <laughs> like, he's kind of a douchebag too, I think. Yeah, maybe. yeah, he's a real asshole. Yeah, that's why I don't like him. Fucking that guy's a dildo. But whatever. I guess, I guess that's everything, guys. Just about, you know. Uh, if you, again, if you're displeased, please tell us so we can fix the problem. Uh, if you think that we can improve, give us info. Give us some fucking information about what you think, and I will try my best to fix it. And I will. I and I will fucking. Con- I will think. Okay, what can we do to make shit better? But you guys have to give us feedback first. Yeah. If there's no feedback, we just think we're doing it right. So. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. I'm done. Everything. What do you know? What you're doing next week? I I, yeah, I wanted to do. Uh, Are you not ready for that yet? No, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. I I want to do an episode on uh, Chris Cornell. Oh yeah, that's right. And Chester Bennington. Okay, so next week we're doing an episode on Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington. Yeah. So expect it. Yeah. Expect it. I was thinking about throwing another celebrity in there. Because you think those two, yeah, those two would be enough topic for us for an episode. N- never mind. Why do you want? Who do you? Who else did you want to add? <laughs> I can't even. Fucking Michael Jackson. Say. No, 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 no. That's an epic episode. Okay. John Podesta. No, well, he might get worked. <laughs> Chester Bennington's dad. <laughs> Uh, the skater boy. Um, Avril Lavigne. Oh, oh. Then, oh yeah. Okay, I got you. <laughs> She's dead. Yeah, I know. She got replaced. Why, why would she go in with them though? Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Well, well, whatever. We'll get there when we get there. She's like her own fucking topic. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't know if she's a whole episode's worth. Yeah, it's kind of like a stupid topic. Yeah. It's like something that you can, you tell someone in we like 15 like, minutes and then you're done. You could like yeah. throw that into a free episode at some point. Bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's good. Maybe, idea. maybe. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. Well, whatever. Next week, we're going to be talking about Chris Cornell, Chester Bennington, and possibly uh, whatever the fuck her name is, Skater Boy. Mm. I'm dead. No, well, I, I know we're not. I know we're not, <laughs> but I'm just saying it because it's funny. But uh, yeah, hey, see you guys next week. This is Drinking a Theory. Outro. Play the outro. What the fuck is the outro? Oh, hold on. I'll make one up. You still don't have one. That's right. It was a drink in a theory. I don't want that my the eyes are teary because I want to eat my ass. and Okay, guys. That's it. I'm so sorry. Wow. Bye. <laughs>